Hola amigos, welcome back to Willie's View Podcast and Nathan too. How you doing today, Nathan? I am doing very good on this Tuesday evening talking to you right now and I'd like to welcome everyone to our podcast tonight. We have a lot to get into uh, from beginning to end when it comes to daytime, film, TV, everything else. But before we get into it, tonight's podcast will be brought to us by Fanfic Web Series, One Day at a Time, as we kick into May Sweep. So make sure you guys check out One Day at a Time Fanfic Web Series uh, for the soap opera. Yes, they are fanfic writers just like me and Nathan. And um, just like me and Nathan, they're also a web series. And um, it's really cool how creative they are. We will add the description in the podcast. But definitely check them out. I don't know if you've got to read any of their episodes, Nathan, but it's definitely for something worth watching to read about um, in, um, now that we're going into summer soon. Uh, I have not had a chance to uh, check out, you know, yeah. the fanfic. But, I, but I've heard of it, though. I've heard it's, that's, uh, I've heard it's been uh, doing pretty well ever since we first started. So yeah. I will check it out when I get the chance uh, sometime this week. All right, so we got so much to talk about tonight. We're not just talking daytime, we're talking primetime, everything in between. And, of course, you all have been waiting for it, our exclusive movie review of Evil Dead Rise. I cannot wait to see what Nathan has to give tonight on how many popcorns it earned and his reaction. But before we get all that, we got to to dig deep into what is going on in our world Nathan, what is the update on what's going on in the world on your end? Um, I'm hearing something about a writer's strike. Yes, a writer's strike when it comes to the Writers Guild of America and who they are uh, negotiating with. Um, You know, as we all know, if you guys have not uh, heard, today was the first day that the writer's strike has taken place, and um, between the Writers Guild of America in you know the country that you know write for episodes on television shows like for example daytime with soap operas also um prime time too uh you know and it, you know movies and everything else and um you know um this is not the first time that a writer's guest you know, america strike has taken place last uh writer's strike that took place was in 2007 to, to 2008 from actually november 5th 2007 to february 12 2008 where all 12,000 film and television screenwriters of the American Labor Union's Writer Guild of America East and Writer Guild of America West were on strike, mm-hmm. and that took place for you know a hundred days. And this was caused, and that was caused by uh, lack of agreement on a new contract between the Writers Guild of America and AMPTP. And the goals of that was to increase funding for writers. So, you know, know, people had picketed, you know, protested. And in the end, there was agreement on February 2008 to end the strike. So, uh, you know, same thing is going on right here. And uh, we stand with the writers of America, those who spend, those who spend, you know, you know, hours, days, weeks, months, years writing, you know, consistent, you know, uh, writing for, you know, the shows that we love to watch, mm-hmm. whether it's daytime or prime time. And uh, it may not all be perfect, but at the same time, at least we're trying to give us something that we can enjoy. So hopefully all goes well during this strike and hopefully uh, AMPT, AMPTP and whoever else, um, you know, whoever else, uh, you know, 
who are, you know, the cause of this, you know, we hope you guys understand that these writers deserve better, they deserve to be paid better, and they deserve to be treated with respect, uh, because uh, there is no reason for this to happen. So, um, you know, uh, today we have people like Rob Lowe, Aiden Bryan, and many more that picketed today during the WGA strike, and this is not going to be just one day and it's over, you know, it's going to be continuing on and on until a deal was, a deal happens, and, you know, um, hopefully, you know, this does not go on much longer, but I think it will until, um, you know, something happens, until, until doom is made, you know, late night TV shows have already gone dark okay. as writers strike, you know, for a better pay, so, um, like Saturday Night Live, and and many others, you know, it's going to uh, cause a lot of heartbreak, but at the same time, um, hopefully, hopefully something good will come out of this in the end when a deal is reached. You know, a lot of people ask me and Nathan, like, why is, what is the big deal? You know, it's just writers, you know, replace them. It doesn't work that way. How would you feel if you worked your butt off and somebody wants to replace you, but you're not getting paid what you're worth? You'd be pissed too. Yeah, absolutely. I you mean, know, yeah, and, and this started, remember, Nathan, we talked about this. This started back to when um, Nev Campbell was mistreated on Hollywood, and you know how they did her. They didn't, re they put her, they didn't put her on screen six. Uh, they didn't even pay her her worth as an actress. Right, that's absolutely true. And she, you know, Nick Cameron deserved better during that situation as well. It's just a yeah. shame of how, you know, she was treated during that time. And this is a catalyst. Remember, we talked about this too. At the time, I felt that maybe, you know, it wasn't a big deal for me at the time because, you know, it was like, well, you know, if she's asking too much, maybe she kind of, not that she deserved it, get me wrong, but maybe she just asked too much money. But you know what? I'll take my words back because look at what the writers are going through right now. They're being told, well, we're not going to pay you this and we're not going to do this and we're not going to do this. Well, you know what? Me and Nathan will support this. We'll be right there joining that picket line virtually because when does this stop? You guys, these hypocrites need to stop because they're mistreating people. They're not paying people. Oh, but yet they keep saying there's budget cuts. Then they keep saying... This and that, but I don't believe it. Nathan doesn't believe it. How do you have a budget cut when the agencies and the bosses are so busy enjoying vacations and luxury rides of cars and all that? You tell me, how does that make any sense? Because something to me is just a little bit fishy in the air. What do you think, Nathan? Yeah, something some doesn't add up, honestly, for me, when you say stuff like that, because, you know, I do think that, you know, if these other guys, who, you know, and not the writers, if these other guys are, you know, enjoying the fire things in life when it comes to these salaries or whatever, being rewarded, mm -hmm. everything else, it's just not fair. Mm -hmm. You know, I just think that, you know, you are ripping off the writers to do the best that they can to, you know, write for these shows, and despite... You know, whether we like it or not like it, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is, and they're going to give us what, you know, they're writing, if we like it or not, you know, and at the same time, it should be at least, you know, rewarded with the hard work that they do, you know, every single day whenever they're in the writer's room. And, I mean, they can replace writers, don't get me wrong, you can do that, that is an option. But then the question remains, are you going to have the same situation with these other set of writers that you had with the first set? So, again... What is the big deal? 
pay everybody what they're asking for or at least meet a middle ground of some sort because I'm sure you already heard this Nathan but you know a lot of shows are pushing their shows to end early because with this writer's strike there's not going to be any episodes that they can make anymore that's absolutely true. I remember watching a live stream this morning on uh, Geeks and Gamers, by the way. Check it out if you can. Mm -hmm. uh, but they talked about um, one of the Star Wars Star Wars uh, TV shows, I think on Disney Plus, called The Mandalorian River. And John Favreau uh, made sure to write all of his episodes of season four just in case this happens. Because once the writer strikes, strikes takes place, then, you know, they, they won't be able to, uh, he won't be able to write and he and the writers will not be able to, you know, write uh, new episodes until the writer's strikes comes to an end. So, you know, it's very uh, unfortunate that, you know, this happens and, you know, every show that we've been watching could be, um, you know, at risk of not coming back. We might get reruns at the same time and it's just a, t it's a total mess. Now, here's how it goes with reruns so you guys understand this because I explained this to Nathan. They can show reruns. That's not the big deal. The big deal is the networks don't want to air too many reruns because technically when you repeat a rerun on a television, those actors get paid for every episode that they get to re-air. So either way, it's a win-win for them. But the point is, networks don't want to do this because they don't want to pay the actors. You see where I'm getting it? This is all about greed. And it tells us in the Bible that greed is an evil. Well, there you go. This is what's going on and this is what people need to realize and... You know, you need to realize it's not just a simple, let's just do this and then it's over. No, that's why I support this writer's strike, because we need this to happen. I mean, and you know, Nathan, we've talked about this too. It's all about women equality. It's all about gay equality. It's everything. It's This is, this is where we're at now. This is our world. And if we don't fight for what's right, <laughs> Nathan, remember that song? Well, the, yeah, I know what you're that yeah, fight for your right. There was a song for that. Um, anyway, that's what that song reminds me of because this is where we're at in the world. We need to fight for our right, or we lose everything. I mean, look what happened to the women this year. They were told that they can't have abortions because the man behind whatever wants to say that this is law. I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, we got to stand up for ourselves or we're going to live in, like, other countries where it's just one rule under everybody and whatever says goes. Yes, I agree with every word you said. I mean, you know, it's um, it's unfortunate. And I yeah. agree with you as well when you talk about and explain about the repeats and yeah. the repeats of show because, you know... Of course, actors get paid. Actors and actors get paid, but at the same time, the uh, big wigs don't want to do that because, for whatever reason, I think it's totally unfair. You know, to yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna that. show reruns throughout the whole month. That's just you know that'd be the simple thing to do. Everybody's like, that's simple, right? It's not simple because, again, think about it. They're losing money by not showing the new episodes. And I don't know how that under... I've never understood how that works, Nathan, because it's like, we're not paying them, so how are they getting money, you know? <laughs> it's all shady, yes, dude. Yes. It's all shady. And I've talked about this with Nathan. I do no longer... I no longer want to hear about Nielsen, Nielsen's ratings, because that, to me, is always rigged. 
Just like the Emmys need to. Remember, we talked about that, too. Yes, we did. It's ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous now. And we're going to get into that tonight. We're going to get into everything tonight. But I will tell you right now, I'm very upset with the Emmys of daytime. Changing the rules so close to the last minute about who is the younger, outstanding, and all this nonsense. And then a misunderstanding occurred that this actress, and you know how I feel about the act, the that character, Nathan. But you know what? I'm going to support the actress on this situation. Um, the Emmys need to get their act together. You need to quit treating people like they're nothing because they really are special. Yes, absolutely. And when I first heard about this, uh, when it comes to the actress... I was pissed, um, dude. I was pissed. I was so angry for her. Um... Can you imagine, Nathan, if you were the actress and you're the actor and you got nominated, supposedly, right? Then you find out, I'm sorry, but we got to take your award back because you don't fit the criteria. Dude, that's BS. That's no, BS. And nothing BS. against Eden McCoy. I, I adore her as Jocelyn. But come on. If Eden McCoy is old enough to get her award, then why wasn't the actress that played Wendy Shin? Dude. Something isn't right. It's not right. It's not right at all. And me and Nathan are going to get more into that as we get into the daytime minutes tonight. We got so much to talk about. Um, anything else we can talk on this about the the writer's strike, Nathan, that you want to bring aware? Because I'm trying to cover all our bases on this this strike. I want people to understand this is very important right now. Because I was told today that um, starting next week, the schedules are now off off the market, meaning it's free fall. If you were supposed to see a season finale of a show next week, you're lucky if you're going to see it because through the writer's strike, they may show a rerun or they might show, I hate to say it, guys, they might show a fake reality show or they could do a news program. They're doing this on purpose. This, this is how actors don't get paid for the reruns. So it's already started. The... The Y2K of writer Strike has begun, Nathan. Yes, they do, and it's not good at all. And when you explained that entire situation, it just made me, it made me so upset and angry that, you know, yeah. this is going to happen, you know, if, you, if you're expecting to see, you know, the finale. Because I think, you know, this month is mostly known as, like, finale month when it comes to your favorite show you're watching, and... You might not see it all. Right, like FBI. Like, like FBI. If you notice, they didn't show FBI this week. There's a reason, guys. The writer's strike. If they can't get the episodes aired, or they can't post them right away, they got to save it because we're May Sweeps now. And this is a break, make or break them. This is going to affect the Sweeps month, too. Yes, it will. And uh, it's not good at all for, you know, um, every single show that's going to be having, you know, a uh, finale episode before, you know, the actors are just take their breaks during the summer and then come back, you know, a couple months later to film the new season. Uh, it's just a shame overall. And hopefully this run strike does not get out of hand. But if it does and there's no resolve and actors are just not getting paid because of reruns or whatever, we're going to have an actor strike, and that's going to be even more harsher, more worse. And guys, if you think that there's nothing to boo-hoo about, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. You lose this bet. Because me and Nathan found out that this is also going to affect your movies. That's right. The movies that we love in Hollywood, out in theaters, the writer's strike affects them too. Because they're on Union. 
Yes, indeed. That's very true, really. Um, so that's going to mean, yeah. you know what that means, Nathan? We're going to get delays in movies. Summer's not going to be the same this year. Yeah, that too. It's unfortunate, but, you know, it is what it is. This, this is the reality that we're facing right now. Yeah, and this will affect, again, this is a big industry here. If we're talking Y2K again. This will affect all of the movie companies, and it also affects your movie theaters. Because without new movies, how can they make money? Yes, that too. I mean, you know, it's a lot. There are a lot of factors that play into this, and you know, um, for the next couple of months, you know, we're you know we're going to be feeling the writers, you know, of TV, movies, a whole entertainment. They're going to be feeling. We're, gonna, we're all going to be feeling the after effects of this. And even if a deal is going to be is announced at some point. In, down, down the line, I don't think that um, I don't think that it'll ever be the same. That's just me. And you know, it, it's not. But you know what? This is just like COVID. We needed this, Nathan. We needed this wake up call, whatever it took. And you know what? If it's if it's because of what happened to uh, Nev Campbell, Nev Campbell, I commend you. Thank you for standing up for yourself because this is what we need to shake things up in our world. And so be it. We need a revamp of everything. And when we're even talking about the daytime Emmys, everything needs a revamp, not just daytime. We're talking about writers, uh, directors, everything. Don't go away. We're going to come right back. Nathan's got our music for tonight. It's um, Leanna Rhymes Blue. You remember, Nathan, she debuted with that song when she was younger? Yes, I do remember that. All right, Nathan's going to play that. When we come back, um, Nathan's got some updates for us on what's going on with the new renewals. And you won't believe what TV show decided to leave one agency and head over to another. Now, if that doesn't catch your attention, I don't know what will. All right, we'll be right back after this music break. Thank you, Nathan. No problem at all. All right, and we're back. All right, Nathan, why don't you tell us the good news and the bad news? What's going on with the TV TV world in prime time? Uh, share us the good news of who got the renewal and which show is jumping chip to go on to another network. All right, let's get into it. Now, um... For those of you that do know or may not know, um, on Fox, we have uh, two shows that are a staple of the network. The first one is 911, and the second one is 911 Lone Star. Now, 911 Lone Star had, was renewed for its fifth season, and it'll be premiering sometime in the fall. Even though we have the writer's strikes going on, you know, that it could put all that to a halt, but, you know, the shocker in that, now here's the other kind of bad news. Fox canceled 911 as a whole, and um, when I first heard about that news, I was stunned and shocked. Yeah, I was pissed. Um, yeah, I, yeah, me too. I couldn't believe it myself. Um, 
And now, but here is the good news, though. Um, ABC has picked up 911 for a seventh season after Fox uh, opts against renewal. And all cast members will be expected to return, such as, um, you know, uh, Angela Bassett, who plays Athena Grant, yeah. Peter Cruz, who, who plays Bobby Nash, Jennifer Love Hewitt mm-hmm. as Maddie Kendall, Olivia Stark as uh, Eva Brock Buckley, yeah. and so so forth. Uh, you know, we'll be back on the show, and um, I'm very happy for you know uh, the show and the cast and crew of um, you know of you know nine one one. But uh-huh. I'm just was stunned that uh, Fox, even though they renewed its spinoff. You know, they didn't, you know, pick up the, you know, main show, 911, um, you know, and I feel that if they're going to let go of 911, if Fox wants to let go of 911, then they should, you know, let go of 911, Lone Star, and have ABC pick Oh, my up. God, yes, Nathan, I put, it on, I put it on Twitter. I said, please, why can't you just take 911 with you? I don't know about you, Nathan, but I'm over Fox. I just can't stand Fox anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, they've canceled I all our favorite on. shows. What's left to watch besides Now One One and Lone Star? That's what I'm saying. There's literally nothing else anymore. And you know what, Nathan? I learned this out. ABC is learning their lesson after what they did to Nashville. Remember, they did what Fox did this year. They canceled Nashville, and then what happened? The CW, what was it? not CW, um, CMT yes. and Hulu. I think it was Hulu at the time. C- CMT and Hulu picked it up big time, and they continued uh, Nashville. So ABC is learning from their mistakes. Fox is not, but I'm going to watch you guys. Don't get me wrong. I love you, 911, but I really, really would love to see you guys just jump ship as well and just join the rag the bandwagon with ABC or yeah, go on to NBC. I don't care, but I'm really over Fox. I just can't do it anymore because you know that other show we used to watch, Nathan, the one accused. Yes, I remember that. They've had so many breaks. It's ridiculous. I don't even care anymore. I love the show, but I'm going to just buy it off the Amazon because it never shows on TV. There's too many breaks. Yeah, that can always be a bummer for sure. So, you know, I don't know if you heard about this, Nathan, but you know, as, as consumers, on Amazon, you know you can buy the season pass to a show, any show you want? Yes. It's only like $25 or $20. It's better than waiting for the TV because when you get your shows and you buy it, it literally will air the episode that you just missed. So let's say Accused is on tonight. Okay. You got the season pass. By the end of the night, it will be on your library. See how smart that is? Yeah, it's very, it sounds right? very simple to me. Yeah, you don't miss nothing. I mean, I bought the... You remember that show, Nathan, that's real popular called Cruel Summer? Yes, I, I heard about that. Okay, I bought the season, and I love that I bought it. So now I'm just waiting for season two to start. And, you know, that's going to start really soon. But, you know, they screwed... Um, oh, let's... you got to help me here, Nathan. The name of Justin Timberlake's wife? Uh, I think it was Jessica Bebo. Yes, they did her wrong, and she's not part of it no more. Oh, I see. See what I'm talking about? This is what we're talking about as writers. you got to be careful, guys, of what you put your shows on and what platforms, because they will screw you over. Some of them will. I mean, you remember, Nathan, what happened in the movies. Look what happened to the movie called Noah. 
You remember what they did to the director? They they chopped that that script. Noah's Ark. Yes, I remember that. Yes. My God, that's a nightmare. That's each eighty writer would just be careful. Um, let's see where. So, that's the update on Prime. Is there any other changes going on in Prime Time, Nathan? Um. Well, if you are a fan of uh, Judge Judy, it was announced that on Amazon Freebie, it, they will renew, they will renew um, uh, Judy Justice for two additional seasons expands Justice Brand, yeah. a docudrama Justice on Trial, a new show, Tribunal Justice. So um, i just just give a heads up on that. That's been renewed. So shout out to uh, Judge Judy. Also, Guy Wilson will be joining Amazon Freebie's Bosch Legacy, a period of season two, mm-hmm. which premieres this fall. Series was news for a third season as well. Um, and, you know, uh, going back to the writer's strike, uh, it was announced that uh, the writer's strike forces produ- production is shut down at the talk, and the view will continue without no writers. So that should be very interesting, too. Um, then we have. See here. I heard the reality show. You'll laugh, Nathan, but I heard reality shows are being affected too by the writer's strike. Yeah, I heard about that too. It's crazy. So the respect a lot of reruns, guys. Uh, I love I love watching a lot of the reality shows right now. This is really good. I don't know if you heard of this one, Nathan. It's really cute. It's called um, Return to Amish. No, no, I haven't heard of that. It is so cool. It's about the Am- Amish community. Oh, okay. All you right. love it. You love it. And there's some hot chicks in there you would probably like, too. They're pretty cool. Um, So that's Amish. And then let's see what else I was going to say. Oh, your favorite show got renewed, Nathan. Um, uh, Quantum Leap. Yes, yes, that show. Quantum Leap got... See, they learned their lesson there. Uh, what's that? NBC, I think? So yeah, that got renewed. And our me and Nathan are sending out our sympathies to the family and those... That will remember Jerry Springer. I just barely found out that he passed away, so I didn't even know about that. My dad told me about that news. Yes, I, yeah, he passed away April twenty seventh, and yeah. uh, you know his passing was very shocking and sad. Uh, he had uh, had cancer, you know, and it didn't it didn't tell anyone about it, you know, you know, and so um, his uh, contributions to. You know, daytime is his famous, well-known uh, daytime talk show, the Jerry Springer Show, for many years up until I think two thousand and uh, two thousand, think twenty twenty twenty-one, I guess, or whatever. Until that show ended, and uh, you know, he will be missed. Uh, he was seventy-nine years old. He was going to do a show like Judge Duty too. He was going to be do like a jury, judge, Judge Jerry or something like that. I think. No, no, he no, he actually did that show. Oh, did he? he? Okay, away. good, good. I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah. So yeah, I heard yeah, about I, that I, part. I, yeah, so that was that was uh crazy interesting. Uh our our PSA for you guys is please make sure that you do go for your annual checkups because I'm sorry guys, it's one of those emotional moments, but people are getting sick and we're not talking COVID. We're actually talking cancer. People are getting it left and right. Uh we are sending out our prayers for Eric Braden. We just recently found out that he has also been diagnosed with um, for cancer as well. Right, Nathan? Yes, that's true as well. He announced it on a video that he addressed when he was answering a question or, you know, or 
you know, uh, to someone, and you know he is uh, going through you know our treatment currently while still working on set, and we want to send our prayer, you know, prayers and thoughts and condolences out to uh, him and his family at this time. You know, we wish the very best for him, and you know, Eric Braden is one of the toughest men to ever you know walk this earth, and so I just you know. I have so much respect for him as an actor, and I appreciate yeah. all that he's done for daytime as a whole and for the young wrestlers, too. Nathan's got some good news. Um, well, no, is it good news mixed between bad news? Um, Nathan, what's going on with uh, the exit in daytime? Um, there was an actress that announced her exit. The reason I was saying good news is because um, I wish her all the best, but I know she's going to be a star in her own in her own right. Did you get to see when she was on Star S T A R on Fox? Yes, I did. Well, yeah, when, when that first came on, I did see it. Yeah, okay, she great. She is going to be wonderful, and I would love to see her sing. Um, so, Nathan, give us an update. What is going on with the? Who is leaving daytime, and why? Well, for those of you who are fans of this actress, she is on the daytime soap opera on Peacock, Days of Our Lives. It is none other than Camila Banus, who plays Gabby Hernandez yes. on Days of Our Lives. Um, she, uh, you know, decided not to renew her contract and has already taped her final episodes. Um, in an excellent interview with the raps Rosemary Rossi, Banus reveals she taped her final scenes of Salem at the Burbank Bay Studio on Friday, April 28th, now she's ready to, quote, start the next chapter in her life. Quote, this is what she said, uh, there's definitely been a lot of changes that days the last couple of years. One being moving to Peacock. Although it's been wonderful, we've had a super great reception. For me, I felt like that was kind of like the initial start or changes that happened in general. And I kind of just saw that as a sign from the start the next chapter yeah. uh, in my life. So, yeah, uh, yeah she went on and, um, you know, uh, and, you know, uh, you know, she went on and talked about it and stating that her decision to exit was tough and very sweet. And she noted that a month before Kaja was up, producers asked what her terms were so they could renegotiate a new deal. One major sticky point for my news was the schedule adjustment that would allow her to have more time off, which is a better from the show's perspective about our matters. So there you go. Uh, Camilla Brothers will be exiting Days of Our Lives. And, uh, you know, we wish the very best for her. Um, I felt that her time on days, you know, currently, I just thought her time was wasted on the show based on the writing for her character. And, you know, I, I'm not surprised with this at all. I feel that um, Camille will be a big star, you know, uh, you know, elsewhere, you know, whether that's going to be, you know, a movie or TV or any other, any other uh, you know, product she's doing, and she has a lot of talent. I will miss her, but you know, um, you know, at the same time, I think uh, with this exit, you know, I, I think this this is be one of the exits for the Israel lives, and many more will be announced very very soon. Nathan, I'm going to say this: I'm very pissed of how they treated her, how they wouldn't work with her, they wouldn't even negotiate with her on good terms. She wanted some time off of some sort, and they wouldn't even commit to that. Dude, could you say be dis more disrespectful to a woman? Yeah, I, I I feel that they should have at least you know tried to work something out with her, and if she wanted some more. Yeah, time off, then it's talking volumes. It's talking volumes about days. 
Uh, I don't know about you guys over their days, but um, this really puts you guys in a bad light. Yes, it does. And Camila Banus, if you think about it this way, she pretty much mm. um, exposed, you know, their lives behind the scenes of what's going on. Yeah. And for her to, you know, Bless say her that heart. really, yes, it speaks volumes. Uh, oh, my God. I just, like, I was pissed for her for that. But, again, I said good news because... Uh, she needed that. She needed to escape from that. I mean, Nathan, we talked about this on Twitter. Um, Gabby can only cry about Stefan for so long. They ruined Gabby. They put her in a corner, and they don't know what to do with her. And this is just sad as a writer. I'm sorry, Ron, but you really could have done better on this. This really makes you a lazy writer that you didn't even fight for the actress on your show. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's a very bad luck from you know, not just Ron, but also. Oh yeah, Ryan I've lost all respect. I've lost all respect for Ron after this situation that he just did to uh, Camilla. Seriously, and then you know what? If I was to find out later that a guy on set was able to get a negotiation and perks, dude, we're gonna talk about that when if it happens, we're gonna bring that up on our on our show too. Yes, we will. We're not going to be quiet about it at all because after no. what's going on with Camila Bundes, she deserves way better. And I feel bad for any other actress on that show or any anyone in daytime, even prime time, who can't get you know some more time off when it comes to you know, negotiating a new deal. Because at the same time, you know they work so hard to yeah. you know, entertain us and you know uh, you know read the scripts or whatever they're given and mm -hmm. you know it, it's a lot of hard work for them and they deserve you know a lot of they, they deserve a break you know because they tape so far ahead this for example team yeah. like six to eight months or whatever and that's a long time and then you know there's no breaks you know they they really uh, they really are, they really are in a bind in a bit of a bind and the only thing that they could do like is just power and move forward but you know, it's a shame what happens to Camila Bandus, but I wish her the very best. I feel the character of Gabby, uh, you know, like you said, having her cry all the time and asking or whatever, over Stefan, whatever, it was just, it was just so lazy. And I feel that, you know, I feel that Ron and the writers didn't have anything for her at the same time. So I even feel that she should not have come back the last time she was let go. She, she should have just stayed back. And they really should have, yeah, because yeah. all they're doing was trying to force a reunion between Gabby and Stefan and all this ridiculousness of a triangle with um, Lee, it really just backfired. But we're going to talk more about that in just a minute on Days. When we come back, um, Nathan's going to do a music break for us. It's uh, Elvis Presley's Jailhouse Rock. So don't go away. We'll come back with our daytime spoilers, chat, and more. We're heading to Salem when we return.
All right. Thank you, Nathan. All right, guys. We are in Salem. Why don't you give us a quick recap, Nathan, as we chat into Salem about what we have been liking and what we dislike before we jump into our spoilers. Yes, and to kick it off, we are going to talk about ones felt about um you know uh last week the beginning of last week and it was the reunion of Bow and Hope played by Pierre Reckle and Chris Alfonso and you know after Brainwash Bow you know held go held hope at gunpoint outside the uh outside the cabin outside the house you know Bo was able to remember who he was and then all of a sudden just as Bo and Hope you know reunited you mm-hmm. know Sean, Sean all of a sudden shoots him, his dad, um, from behind, and, you know, Hope, not Hope, but, um, but Bo is, you know, in a coma now, and, you know, um, Sean Douglas is devastated, and, uh, pretty much, not everyone was a fan of this, you know, um, fan of what happened when it came to Bo and Hope reuniting, because they yeah. all thought that, you know, uh, Bo and Hope on the case um you know i i remember re- when this first happened i remember seeing a lot of outrage on twitter social media yeah. a lot of people blaming ron carvati but and here's a kicker uh jimmy giddens who um who, who used to write for days of lies he'll be leaving the show at some point uh he'll be hitting the prime time who is on also um just uh Jason confidential shout out to them too uh, he said that Ron wants to do a happily ever after for Bo and Hope, and that was not approved by upper management, mostly Ken Corday and, or Albert Law or someone, and oh. Mr. Peacock. And, uh, you That's know, what you that, get, Ron. That's what you get for trying to make something on your own. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just... Trying to, I mean, trying I to bypass yeah. the boss, dude? No, again... Again, Ron, you're really going two for two tonight. That's a bad, but puts you in a bad light, Ron. I'm sorry, Nathan, but I think it's time Ron got fired. I mean, at the same time, it's it's not a good look for him. Not a good look for him either. You know, it's already two. What he, is it? Yeah. Three strikes, you're out, dude. He's already got two tonight. Yes, yes, he, yes, he has. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, uh, I feel that for Ron, if, if he wanted to do the story. Then he could have done it in a different way somehow, but you know now this creates an even bigger mess. And so, um, you know, to um, you know to, to have the story not be approved, I can see why you know the executive producer, if Kinker Day or whoever, did not produce it. At the same Ooh. time, though, you know after what's been going on with Bald Hope and everything else, you know you know their parents are a send off, but this wasn't really it. And Peter Reckle, you know, in the interview with. Uh, Michael Fairman, he was very open to coming back, so I don't think we've seen the last of Bo at the same time. Um, and he also talked about things being happening, things happening behind the scenes for Days of Our Lives. So, um, you know, things uh, are happening with Days, like we mentioned about the exit when it comes to Camila Banus, who's leaving as Gabby Hernandez. You know, that's one of them. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, that's one of that's one of the main things that's happened last week on, uh, you know, on Days of Our Lives. Um, as, as far as anything else goes on Days of Our Lives, we had, um, we also had, uh, we also had, uh, let's see here, uh, we also had uh, Chad, Stephanie, Kayla, you know, try to, um, 
you know, outwit Thomas Banks, played by the returning Lee Davidson, and Harris came in for the rescue. Um, also, after that, we had... Um, oh, my God, were you there. laughing? Were you laughing when Steve told Harris when he got mad at him? And he says, so you're telling me that, no, you did not tell nobody that Bro Bo was alive because of white? And he goes, I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want to get, I didn't want to lose hope. And, of course, it's a little funny because it's pun intended. But still, the way Steve talks to him, he kind of reminds me of Tucker from YNR when he played Tucker. Because he told him, yes. he told him, that's not cool, dude. <laughs> that's not cool. You told everybody, you didn't tell nobody that Bo was alive. So Bo went after everybody because he's brainwashed. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is why I love Steve. He doesn't play around. He's like. That's not cool, dude. And then to find out that they got to work together to find Kate. He he literally hates Harris. I'm loving this. This is what I love. Steve Burden, you are doing such a good job. Please, please stay at days. We, you are missed at General Hospital. Don't get me wrong. You are. But stay at days. You do not need to go to General Hospital right now. It is a mess over there. Yeah, yeah, it is. A, it's a huge mess over there, and you know, like, like we said before, uh, a couple months back, he has signed the contract for a year, so maybe he'll stay on days even yeah. longer. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I would, I, I would not mind him to stay on. You know, days or lives at the same time. Um, so, um, did you, did you laugh at that part when he said that? Didn't that remind yeah, that you? Was, that was funny. Didn't that, that remind so, so you funny. when he was on Young and the Restless as Tucker? He's kind of like parallel playing two characters on days without realizing it. Because this is how good an actress uh, the actor is. It's like he's mimicking Tucker, but he's still being Steve. But he's relaying this to Harry. He's like, not cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really funny. Yeah, shout out to Stephen Nichols. You and, know, then, because... and then Harry's like a little kid gave, gave Steve his gun back. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was very funny. Shout out to Stephen Nichols. I mean, the guy, he's been around Dayton for a long time, and he's around GH, he's alive, so on and so forth. He's, he's done a great job playing Steve and Tucker in a way. Then insult to injury, he tells the same thing to Kayla. I'm sorry I didn't tell you about Bo being alive. I just didn't want to lose hope. I'm like, oh my God, dude, how many times you got to repeat yourself? You're not a teenager. You're not a yeah, teenager. Is that Ron writing that crap? Because that was funny. But it was funny, though, but still, it was like, it was, oh, my God. I hated it, but it was funny because it's him saying it. So he yeah, gets a yeah. pass. He gets a pass. But, dude, it's like watching Jason being human. Yeah, yeah, it feels that way to me, too. It's, I'm it's like, oh, my God. For, Steve has found his uh, home. Yeah. Steve has found his home, and they did not need to bring him back to General Hospital. Not with the crazy mess going on over there? Uh-uh. No, and I would not be shocked if someone else left General Hospital and went to Days to, you know, join them. But we won't get into that. But anyway, back to Days of Our Lives. Uh, I think you mentioned Kate. Uh, if we found out that uh, Kate has been, uh, she's being held mm -hmm. uh, from someone. And, you know, it has not been confirmed, but I've been hearing... Uh, you know, uh, rumors, I mean, speculation that the person who could be holding her could be uh, Franco from Digital Lives. Not Franco from Joe Hospital. Franco from Digital Lives back in the uh, 90s when 
uh, you know, he caused a rift between Ron Hope back then. And, um, you know, uh, if that, that would be shocking to find out that Bo, that number, but uh, that Franco was holding Kate uh, hostage at the same time. And so it was Yeah, I heard something about a villain. But I'm thinking yes. this is just me spitballing because, remember, we are getting her back. Luis Sorel is supposed to come back as um, Vivian. Wouldn't yes. it be a just dessert for her to be the one that has Kate? Yes, that would, that would be perfect for Vivian. I mean, I didn't think about that at first, but Luis Sorel will return to Days of Our Lives at some right. point. At some point, so I wouldn't mind that at all if Luis is, if, uh, excuse me, uh, Vivian's the one who's holding her uh, hostage. And I saw people complaining, and this is what I don't understand with fans sometimes. I think you guys complain just a little too much because people are complaining about that she's back and uh, Kate's back, but she's she's doing this like poor me looking poor uh, Kate situation. You guys, if you really know your history, this is an homage to when the actress that plays Kate first debuted on Days of Our Lives. This is how she made her debut. Yes, so, really I don't want to hear no crybabies about this. This Ron, you may have a problem with Ron, I get it. But on this, Ron did good. Um, this right here is an homage to when she first debuted. So, you get credit for that, Ron. You needed credit tonight. <laughs> this right here, okay, you got, you got credit. You earned at least six stars. Doing this homage to Kate. I get it. I like it. I don't know who the villain is. And I don't want to know. My guess is going to be Vivian. But then again, like you said, uh, Nathan, it could be Franco. I'm not sure who he is. So I'm going to look later and see some research and find out what I'm missing about this Franco guy. Um, I usually know my villains on days. But this one, I'm, I never heard of him. I only remembered Stefan Stefano and, um, of course... Orpheus and some other ones they've had. Um, you remember they had um, Lexi's mom, Celeste? Yeah, I remember her, yes. She was a badass villain, this man. I loved her. Yes, and let me also... Uh, the, the villain character's name is Franco Kelly, played okay. by Victor Alfrey, who, of course, is a very well-known actor. Mm -hmm. He was on Israel Lives, I think, um, in the 90s. And he also had... I think he had a... Kind of a romance with Sammy Brady too before you know his character was killed off. And Sammy, of course. Was oh, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. If he was a young guy, then I kind of have a feeling who might be. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Sammy Brady, I keep hearing little rumblings we might be getting her back. Nathan and I will agree on this. I love you, Allison Sweeney. I adore you, sweetie. But we just don't need Sammy Brady right now on on days. There's too many stories that are going good. They're exciting. I just don't see a reason for Sammy to return right now. There really isn't a need. I mean, you think about it. Her children are all gone, basically. Right? I don't think there's any of her children left on... Uh, right? There's no children left over there. No, there's no children left for So, there's really no need for Sammy. I love you, Sammy, but there's really no need for you at Salem. I don't know why Ron's bringing her back right away soon, but there's really no need for that because... Nicole's going to be with EJ or Eric. We know that she's pregnant and who the baby daddy story is, as we kind of expected. But there's really no need for Sammy. And if you're just using that to pay budget towards her, then Ron, that's your third strike. 
No, it's not. And not if the cast is going to get screwed with, you know, again, I let's be real. We know some actors may get paid more or or whatever's going on. Um, if that's the case, then there needs to be some some fixing in the back behind the scenes in daytime. You guys really need to get your act together. Because it's time that me and Nathan are going to just, how you say it, but we're not going to sugarcoat it no more. Uh, we're just going to tell you what's real. Yes, and at the same time, not hold back. But at the same time, guys, please, in wrestling characters you have, and get rid of the ones you're not using. If you're going to, you know, let them go, let them, mm -hmm. let them go that you're not using well. But at the same time, in wrestling characters you have, and at the same time, bring on characters that are connected to the core families. You want to do new characters? Fine. Just don't do an abundance of them. But someone tells me that this is going to do the opposite. So, there you go. Well, like, now that we're losing um, Gabby, I just don't see what is the reason to keep Stefan. Yeah, I mean, I love Brandon Barash. Again, yes, I, I know, but that's the point. We love these actors, but I think that's the problem, Nathan. We need to detach ourselves from loving the actors. We're talking about the characters. The characters aren't needed right now. Now we don't need Stefan if Gabby's leaving. Right, let go of Brandon Barash as Stefan and, and have Stefan and Gabby ride off into the sunset and let them be together. I mean, it's yeah. not that. They can have a baby off screen, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. But still, yeah, just cut off some of the, your, your, the fat of the cast because, Days, you're starting to become like General Hospital now. Uh, I mean, I, I know it's the same thing, too. I mean, there's too many people on Days of Our Lives, and at the same time, they got, they got to cut some. They got to cut people. Yeah, and nobody knows what they're doing. Parents. Nobody knows what they're doing. It shows in the scenes. Nobody knows what they're doing. Speaking of which, there is a little teaser. Um, I hear that now that Wendy has to make a choice between Johnny or Trip, we're going to get a, a quad triangle. That's four if you don't know your math. This is funny, but I'm loving this. I don't care about Talia, but apparently she's going to be in the mix of this triangle, and she might go after Trip. Yes, and that would be very interesting if that really did happen at the same time. I hope that, you know, the, uh, I hope that the writing for, you know, yeah. how, I hope the writing for that is, uh, is really, very really good, but I can see the potential in something like that taking place. You know, I know Ron doesn't have the bravery, Nathan, but if this was me or you, I would write and this is just me, I'd go all the way with Trip and just make him the little bad-ass bad player he could be and let him have his fun with Wendy and Taya. Yeah, yeah, I mean, let him be kind of like the way we have Alex, but different. The only difference is he's not... I don't know, I can't... I keep saying that Alex is bisexual because he acts like it. But I don't know what's going on with Alex. It's so funny. But with this one, um, Trip, you guys need to do something with him because we get it that he's the, the one that always gets screwed over. But again, you guys are writers. Let's fix it up. Let's spice it up a little. We're already coming into summer. Let's spice it up. There's nothing wrong with Trip being a player. Let him have Wendy. 
one night, let him another night, let him have uh, Taya or whoever he wants. But you don't have to time down in a relationship. Let him have his fun. I mean, he's young. He's you guys have such potential. You don't really realize this is a young Steve. Um, was it Steve? What? His dad. Patch. He's a young Patch. Work with it, guys. I mean, obviously, I mean, Ron, if you can't do the job, let Jamie take over. <laughs> let Jamie take over, dude, because this isn't working. This is not working. You got potential right here. You got it four people. If you can't write for four people, dude, you got a problem. Yeah, I mean, you know, if Ron can't do it, someone else needs to step aside and do it, uh, him or herself or whatever, because it's, yeah. it's getting ridiculous. I mean, when it comes to a character like Trip, when he first came on and he was, you know, kind of shady here and there, I saw potential yes. for him to shine, but, you know, they decided to make Trip the good Johnson or whatever. Yeah, they and tried to make him Charlie Brown and it didn't work. Right, absolutely, and so I just think that, you know, Days is just wasting yeah. that character, too, and not just the character, but the actor, too. I, I love the actor. I mean, he does a great job. Oh, my God, I love him. I love the actor, please, Trip. And I'm sorry, Days, but I've got a major bone to pick with you. I hated the reunion between... <laughs> I'm sorry. I hated it. I hate the reunion between Hope and Bo. It sucked. The acting sucked. It's nothing against Christian Afonso, because, sweetie, I love you. You did great. Steve Burton, you did great, but I'm sorry, Bo, you should have stayed away, because I was so bored, I swear I was on my phone half the time, I didn't even care what Bo was doing. Yeah, I mean, the writing, the, the storyline for this was I just, think I let it play in, this is how bad it was, Nathan, I think I let it play in the background when he was on. Yeah, I mean, the storyline overall could have been much better, but, you know, I, you know, and I do think that... You know, if they were going to go this route for, mm. you know, for Bo and Hope, then why even bring about the character of Bo in the first place, you know? You but really didn't like need him. I know he did, I know Ron did it for fanfare. But, dude, you don't know what you were thinking when you did this story. It literally, and I'm sorry, but if the, I mean, you guys can lie all you want yourselves, but the acting was so bad. You really just, I mean, think about it. Just look at the chemistry with Hope and Karis. It was off the charts. We really did not need Bo in the storyline. He really was not needed. It was confusing yeah. half the time when he was like, Oh, now he's lost his mind and he's going after his brother. Oh, he's lost his mind. He's going after Kayla. Like, dude, I don't even care anymore what he's doing. Just like saying, I just let it play in the background. I watched the other actors, but I care less about Bo. And didn't he, Bo, if I'm correct, Nathan, didn't they put Bo back in a coma? How stupid was that just to bring Bo back to make him back into coma? You tell me, how that stupid was no that? Sense. made no sense whatsoever if you're going to fully bring him back alive. I mean, if, if you're going to oh my God. go that route. I mean, it, it was just a, the, the story. It, it was um, could have been much better, but, you know, they just dropped the ball on that and put Bo in a coma, and now it, 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 it's over or whatever, mm -hmm. and you just wasted everyone's time with that. Um, another character that I really, really tune out, and I'm sorry, Days, I just don't know what it is with you guys, you're just really losing it here, uh, Tanya's supposed boyfriend, or whatever he is, Colin, 
that's another one I don't care about. They can write him out too. Um, I literally want to forward him or just tune him out because he bores me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his name was Colin. There's no depth to him. How can we relate to him or feel anything with him if the writers aren't doing anything with him? He's at the bakery. Supposedly he helped ta um, I guess Taya. I guess he helped Taya um, poison the residents of Salem. Like, oh boy, could you be any original? And we do know that Taya has a connection to being a doctor. So something's going to happen that's going to take her life. And we're going to find out that um, she's needed at the hospital for some reason. And this will put her closer to Trip. Yes, uh, yeah, I, I heard about that too. And so that's very interesting to see how the chemistry pulls up between both of those characters. I, I'm interested in uh, Talia and, uh, you know, Talia and uh, on Trip too, because uh, I think they have potential uh, together. Okay, let's get some teasers going here. Let's see here. We are today, Tuesday, right? So tomorrow? We are Wednesday? Alright, if you're a Talia fan and you're loving Chanel, you may love this. Apparently, Talia is supposed to seduce Chanel for the first date. I don't know about you, Nathan. Sounds to me like we're back in high school. Brady crashes and burns with Chloe. Dude, I'm over braiding Chloe. I'm over that nonsense already. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm done with I'm done with braiding Chloe. That's been done to death already. Let's see. Did Belle have her her outburst yet? Yeah, she had it. Actually, she had it uh, yesterday on Days of Lies. When okay, Bell I love Belle. I haven't watched it today yet. Um. I, okay, I'm glad you told me that, Nathan, because I just found out that she had an outburst. Anything involving Belle that always grabs my attention, I just love her. She's my favorite. Uh, the rumor is that Andre Demira could be alive. Ah, I see. And let's see, Xander's supposed to connect Colin and Taya? Yeah, I don't know how, how that's going to work. I told you, Nathan, this... I'm sorry, Daisy. I mean, dude... You moved to Peacock for a reason, and you're not even you're not even trying anymore. You might as well just stay on NBC, cause all these stories that I've got just barely the spoilers right now. Nathan, right? It doesn't even feel like sweeps for days. No, it doesn't. I think that you know it kind of shows that days is kind of it's just dropping the ball on these stories that oh. have potential, but at the same time they're not doing enough with it. Okay, let's see. Oh, apparently, Harris is supposed to get a redemption story. Yes, I heard about that, yes. And what you got, Nathan, what you got for us, as far as days go? Um, for, for tomorrow, there's our lives. Or the rest of our spoilers. You got more juicy spoilers than what I got. Like I said, I barely got the slim pickings, and even after sharing that with you guys, 
I'm really disappointed, Dace. You really, really dropped the ball again. It's supposed to be sweeps month, and I guess you don't care about it. Yeah, the Israelites do a lot better this month. Uh, and, and next month, too, heading into uh, June and July during the summer. But for tomorrow's Israel Lives, um, I also receive an opportunity to prove myself to Maggie. Clarence disagreed there was no chance for them to be together. Talia mentioned moved to Chanel. Katrina can't shake her suspicion that Talia has been going after Paulina and Chanel. Then Thursday, May 4, 2023, Nicole and Erica Sona back together. Slana really makes the major slip in front of EJ. Jada confronts her sister with her suspicions, and Chanel informs Paulina that she and Talia are going on a date. Friday, May 5th, 2023, this Friday, in the end of the week, Gabby takes Nicole to the hospital when Nicole suddenly doubles over in pain. In Greece, Steve protests when he learns he and Chad must work with Harris. Kayla and Stephanie run to Alex who offers a heartfelt apology. And EJ and Eric uh, come to blows. Then we go on to next week for um, Days of Our Lives, the 8th of May into the 8th to the 12th of May. We have um, Days of Our Lives next week. Let's get it right here. Okay, uh, starting off with Monday, Days of Our um, um, Monday, next Monday, mm-hmm. Days of Our Lives, May 8th. Let's get this up here. Awesome, I love that. Alright, don't go away. Nathan's going to play our Y&R intro. And when we come back, we'll go straight into Jittawa City.
All right. Thank you, Nathan. All right, everybody. We've just entered Genoa City. Believe it or not, as we all knew, Phyllis Summers is alive. She faked her death so she can try to make a point about Diane Jenkins. But, of course, knowing Phyllis, will her plan work or will it blow up in her face? Because, as we all know, she recently met up with Summer and begged Summer to keep her secret that she's alive. Well, meanwhile, Daniel and Lily reconnected and they shared grief, sex, and it's cute because Daniel asked her if he re she regretted their uh, lovemaking and she, of course, says no because it's something that they both needed and felt good at the time. And if that's not enough for you, we've also got, we've also got Nate and Victoria getting it on as well with a trip out of town in Los Angeles. And Nick and Adam are actually being civil to each other just as Victor just offered to give Sally the world if she just gave up her baby girl. Oh my god, Nathan, what do you think is going on with this general city? Are you loving these storylines? Yes, every, yeah, most of these storylines are happy on why not, very mm -hmm. interesting. They do, they do intrigue me. You know, out of all of them, I have to say the one with, um, with Phyllis, you know, her coming back from the dead, and we all know that she didn't really die. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, her coming back to summer and, you know, wanting, um, wanting someone to keep her mouth shut and, you know, not say anything to um, anyone else, especially Kyle. Um, I saw a scene, I think it was on Sharon Champagne's uh, Twitter page where, you know, she mm -hmm. always shows, like, the episodes and different clips and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, she showed, you know, Kyle and Summer, you know, in the uh, outer mansion, the main living room, and, you know, um, Summer still had guilt, you know, over what, uh, you know, over, you know, find out about uh, Phyllis, you know, Phyllis being alive or mom being alive and stuff. And I'm going to keep that, you know, I'm going to keep that from Kyle. You know, it just was starting to eat her alive. And then she's had some scenes of Chance. And, you know, I thought the scenes between both Chance and Summer was uh, very, very good. Um, you know, and then I did set some chemistry between both Chance and Summer. Um, so, um, there you go. I just think that, um, you know, this storyline is going to heat up during May's sweeps, and, you know, hopefully Phyllis, you know, with her guilty conscience, makes the right choice in the end to clear Diane, because either way, you know, she's screwed, because mm -hmm. there is Jeremy Stark's death, you know, and, and the murder, and Phyllis killing him, so she's going to have the answer for that, too. I'm loving tomorrow's episode. It's so cool. Daniel finally asked Summer if she killed Stark. That's going to be so much fun. And also, jumping into Thursday, Diane finally returns to the Abbott house. I hope that she finds some evidence to take against Phyllis, because I'm ready for another round of Phyllis versus Diane. I know we were getting tired of it, but you know what? If this is what they got planned for it, I'm all for it. Phyllis, I love you, but you deserving what you're going to get. Yes, you will, and I will not feel sorry for one iota, not one bit, you know, Phyllis is just herself, mm -hmm. and she could have just taken the high road and not, you know, work with Jeremy Stark, but she just couldn't help herself, so 
Um, at the same time, you know, I, and I agree with you. This is what we're going to get, you know, from here on out, then okay. I just wish that they could at least find uh, something else for, for us to do besides to go going after Diane again once this is all said and done and once Diane is, is, is exonerated. Uh, Sally goes missing just before the baby's born. This will get temp. This will bring Nick and Adam to work together to search for the woman that they both love. Yeah, so hopefully all will be well with Sally. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think we all knew this was coming uh, when it came to Sally disappearing or something happening inside before the birth happened. So to have Adam and they working together, you know, I think uh, is a good uh, start for the two of them to renew their... You know, you know, to renew their relationship as brothers. So there you go. I'm enjoying this story because I'm thinking this is just me because it, again, this is Josh that fired the writers. And again, thank you, Josh, because you just did the show a favor. Thanks to Josh, YNR is safe from the writer's strike. So you all have Josh to thank for that. Um, but this story where they're going with Sally going missing, if you think about it, Nathan, I think this is just me here, but. I'm wondering if maybe he's wanting a crisis to occur so that Nick and Adam can realize we better behave ourselves because we both love this woman and we need to show her better respect than we give her. Yeah, I, I feel that same way too. Um, you know, because I do right. think that after what happened with, you know, after what happened, you know, months back when Adam and Sally broke up and then Nick suddenly slept with Sally, you know, that really turned me off. You know, as someone Right, they've been doing a tug of war, which again, I don't blame Adam. Nick, I do blame you, but that's just me. But this tug of war, it kind of, think about it, Nathan, this kind of reminds me when Nick and Adam were both stuck in a tunnel, remember? Or a house that collapsed. Yeah, I think it was during like a tornado or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so they this is going to be their tornado. I think this is going to be the next tornado situation that's going to bring the brothers closer. Even though they can fight, this could bring them closer as far as like, okay, let's put our differences aside and let's go find Sally. But that's not all. There's more. Summer gets a secret ally to help her mom. Could it be that Victor might be the secret that everybody didn't expect to help Phyllis, that would mean that Phyllis would have to owe Victor. I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm all for that too. And after, and don't forget, after what happened with Marco back in 2015 and how Marco yes. violated Phyllis because of Victor. All right, Victor I think they're gonna fix that. I think they're gonna. Re I think what they're doing, I think they're gonna try to revise, revamp Victor in Phyllis's eyes because if he helps Phyllis, who he literally hates. I think this is going to fix the redemption between both characters. Yeah, I, I believe so as well. And you know, Victor always feels one after what happened with Marco back in 2015. So mm -hmm. I'm all for it. I hope that they do this the right way and at least have, you know, Victor and Phyllis be on at least good terms, even if they don't have to like one another. So kudos to Ryan R. if they go that direction to have Victor involved in this. Thank you so much to Josh Griffith for bringing back Thad Luckinbill, we know him as um, JT Hellstrom, and I've been hearing that he's, yes, he did do his video chat, but according to what I'm hearing on sources, we're still going to get a little bit more of JT when he does return, and when he does return, it's going to cause a little triangle between him, Victoria, and Nate, because JT is going to find that Nate may not just be enough for Victoria 
Maybe this might be just what they need to realize how true they really want to be with each other for Nate and Victoria. What do you think about this, Nathan? Do you think this is a good angle they're doing? I I mean, I don't mind it. It was kind of predictable when you mm-hmm. said like that. I mean, it's very predictable for me. I mean, I ra- I'd rather have, you know, Jason move on mm-hmm. with someone else. I do, too. Um, I do, too. I, yeah. Yeah, I would rather have Jason move on with someone else than yeah. just go back to Victoria. But this is good. What this is good. Let him go through this triangle. Let him lose. And there you go. He's free, free man, bachelor, and he can realize, hey, I've got a choice. I can either choose to, hate to say, guys, but you know, either he can uh, chag any woman he wants in Jedwood City or go back home. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a. I mean, I don't see Jersey even coming out of, you mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, I, I don't see Jersey coming out of this, the victor anyway. So no. they move him on with move on with someone else because I do feel that JC deserves a first start with someone and with another woman on uh, the canvas. Uh, Victor's going to find out about Nate and Victoria, and there will be consequences for that. So get ready for that. That should be interesting. And also, I spoke to this about Nathan, but I am over, I am over Mariah. Dude, I am so tired of her. Every time when Cher's trying to talk to her just about the baby, she's like, don't carry the baby because the baby just fell asleep. And then, no, no, no. Like, you know what? If this is what they meant for her to be as a mom, I don't care if she's not on anymore. They ruined her. Yeah, I mean, I don't see what was the point of even bringing back Mariah. And, uh, but you, you but, can't even carry the baby because she's asleep. Give me a break. Um, give me a break, Mariah, I swear. I'd rather have Tessa over Mariah now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would rather have Tessa to, to at least do something with her. I mean, at the same time, it just, just doesn't feel, you know. Um, that, All the complaining it, she does, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous, it's dumb, and I just wish they would write them off again, or at least keep Tessa on you know, <sighs> the show. God, yeah, there's no need for more. I'm sorry, guys, but I just can't. And it's not the gay issue, because, you know, I'm LGBTQIA. It's not that. you got to be truthful to yourself. It's They're just boring. I'm sorry. They're, Mariah, Mariah is just boring. I don't even care, Mariah. I don't care what you do. I don't care you work. You got the baby, but you're acting like nobody can carry her. Give me a break. I just can't. Alright, Nathan, what other spoilers do you have for us? And I'm hoping that the spoilers are going to be at least appetizing for our our dear, loyal Y&R fans. Alright, well, let's get into um, spoilers for next week, uh, the week of May 8th, mm-hmm. for the Young Narasas. So these are the early additional spoilers. First one, Victor stands his ground. Second one, Ashley missed a confession. Third one, Elena makes a bold move. And last but not least, Chelsea confines the Adam also. And update guys, give you guys a heads up. Uh, Tuesday, May 9th and May 10th, there will be scheduled disruptions for Y9, B&B, and much of time zones due to soccer. The soaps will still air, but you might need to watch at a different time or channel or online. <laughs> on we caught it, Nathan. I told you. I told you we were going to get some. I told you we were going to get interruptions. Yeah, you, you told me, and I, I, didn't, I didn't doubt that one bit. Not one bit at all. I swear, dude. I wish anything that we could just have our soaps, like the way we have it on days for for um, Peacock. Peacock. I would swear I would buy a month of YNR as a subscription service 
as long as you didn't get interrupted, put it on the subscription service and let fans pay for a month. I swear you'll see some major ratings. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the only way you can... Yeah, I mean, soccer, I love soccer too, but not when it interrupts my young the restless. Right. That's one. Well. also, do the heads up as well, the week of May 18th. Uh, Shanine Lawson continues to be returned as Yolanda Harmony, Hamilton, the biological mother of Devon Hamilton. Also, Monday, May 8th, Shamal Morrison returned appearance as Michael Winters, and, um, and just those two uh, as well, so mm -hmm. there you go. All right, that looks good. All right, we're going to take a quick uh, little break. Nathan's going to pick one of his favorite songs, and then we return. We're heading over to Los Angeles, and I don't know, Nathan, what's going crazy over there, but we'll find out after Nathan's music break, so don't go away. There's so much to go, and we still got to talk daytime Emmys. There's so much on tonight. Yes, there is, and so we'll be right back with more right here on Wednesday Podcast Nation 2. Um, stay tuned, guys. We're going to be talking a lot more about daytime. Also, let me see you much with the Emmys as the Emmys for daytime, too. Mm -hmm. So we'll be right back, guys. Thanks, Nathan. Was that, is that artist, was that singing, was that Mace? Yeah, Brian and I featuring Mace. You oh my Brian. God, I love Mace. I haven't heard him in a while. Oh man, I gotta tell you, Nathan, um, me and Jenna finally got to watch, um, Taylor Swift's cool concert on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome, dude. It's just like going to an actual concert. Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So yeah, let me know if you haven't watched it, so we can check it out because it, it it's so good. All right, so let's go over to Crazy Los Angeles. You can either give us a recap, Nathan, or jump right into the spoilers. Um, this is just me how I feel right now about Bold the Beautiful. I'm sorry, but I'm so over Stephanie Forrester. Ah, I see. I literally hate her. <laughs> because she's a hypocrite. She's so many judgments against Sheila Carter. Does she remember the stuff that she's done throughout the years? Let's remember, she, she, she came between Hope and Liam. Then she even tried to go after Wyatt one time. That was that was crazy, and then let's not forget what she used to do to Ivy. So don't tell me that Stephanie is a saint, because you'll lose that bet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I love Stephanie, but at the same time, she's she's not answering of anything else. No. Same goes for Sheila too. But I will also I don't know if you saw today's episode of B and B because there was oh yesterday's episode, but because yesterday there was a uh, visitor for Sheila Carter, and it was none other than. Um, 
Ted King's character, Jack Finnegan, and Sheila wanted him to defend him in court or whatever. Uh-huh. Now, all of a sudden, we find out that Jack Finnegan is a warrior, even though when he first came on the show, he was a doctor. And, you know, uh, Sheila, I think, was trying to come on to Jack, and Jack was not having it. So, who knows yeah. if Jack is going to um, defend Sheila in the end. But, um, it was good to see Ted King uh, on back on uh, screen today. He looked great. And uh, I hope that we get we get to see him a bit more because, uh, you know, he's been gone for a long time. Even when Finn was, was revealed to be alive, we didn't see re- reunion scenes between, you know, Jack and Finn. So, you know, I just hope that uh, B&B keeps taking off a little bit more before they have him disappear again. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I've got for you guys tonight on Bold and Beautiful is they are casting a new 20-something for RJ's love interest. Uh, I'm just curious real quick, Nathan, before you share the spoilers. Um, how are you feeling about the new RJ? Uh, I like the new RJ so far. I mean, you know, he is a... RJ is a new... is a influencer, like, uh, that was revealed. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, he is an influencer, and I, I do feel that, you know, with the new actor, we see RJ a little more ambitious, you know. He has big goals, so I think that the actor is doing a fine job so far, and hopefully the writing, you know, does not fail him, but on B&B, as we know, the storytelling can go up and down so mm-hmm. many directions. You never know what to expect, so hopefully, you know, the actor who plays, the new actor who plays RJ will not get wasted, hopefully, but you never know. Uh, I am liking him so far, and I do see a little bit of uh, the not the uh, not not the current actor who plays Thomas, but the uh, previous one after the other one. I think it was David Gregory. I see a little bit David Gregory yes. in him, you know, as uh, RJ. Okay, yeah, that's really good. Um, let me try to see if I can find him. Um, let's see. Shout out to Joshua Hoffman. That's H O F F M A N. He is the new RJ on Boat and the Beautiful. I say to me, Nathan, he would be our performer of the week. Uh, who is going to be your performer of the week that you choose for your yeah, daytime go, selection? Yeah. yeah, I'll go with the actor who plays uh, RJ too. I think he's been doing a very good job so far. Yeah, he came in like a blockbuster yeah. real quick. And you know I can't stand Ridge. But to me, he looks like a young Ridge and it's perfect. Because the possibilities are endless if they write it right. What's that again? He's he looks like a young Ridge Forester, and there's young poss- there's so many possibilities for his character, but they have to write it right. The the script has to be perfect for his character, because you know they got possibilities as a young as a young um, Ridge for that character. The potentials are, are endless. Yes, they are. Like you said, the writing has to be perfect for him as character. Yeah. So hopefully they don't waste it because there's a lot of potential that they could do. Yeah. With the character of RJ, I mean, he's the son of Ridge and Brooks. So, you know, and also, um, not only that, he also has another um, off-screen brother in Jack Maroney, which I hope B&B still remembers that they bring onto the canvas in that we could have maybe a feud between both Jack and RJ, so I the think he are endless, and I uh-huh. am looking forward to see what happens next. I'm thinking that one might return in the fall because I was told with some with writer's strike going on and this budget BS, I was told that 
there are going to be some newbies coming in on all the daytime shows, but that there should be adding like four newies, newbies for each soap as we're going further in the summer. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jack pops up either during midsummer or he po could pop up in the fall because of what's going on with the writer's strike. Right, and if that does happen, then I give yeah. uh, you know B&B kudos for bringing Jack Maroney back because his character has not been mentioned in a very, very long time. I mean, yeah. he, is a, he is the son of Brooke Logan and Nick Maroney. Uh, Nick Maroney played by the great... Uh, 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 forgot the actor's, um, the actor's name. Uh, is it Jack Wagner? Yeah, Jack Wagner. Yes. Yeah, oh my Wagner. God, I love him, Frisco Jones, dude. I love Frisco yes, Jones. I yeah, I do. So if that happens, I give B and B all the props in the world for bringing Jack back because he is needed on the canvas, and there's a lot of potential that he can do as well, especially when it comes to his brother, uh, R.J. Forster. All right. So what you got for us, Roberto Beautiful? What spoilers you got for us? All right, let's get into BB Spoilers 4. Next week on May 8th, we have three for the early edition spoilers. Great. The first one, Stubby Speaks from Mind to Hope. Second one, Thomas and Rich Jr., RJ, reunite. And third, uh, Hope plans a romantic, romantic night with Liam. And also, a heads up, guys, a reminder, again, like I said YNR, there will be uh, disruptions May 9th, May 10th for soccer in the Western time zones. Like you said, really, you know, expect a lot of um, interruptions coming up this month for May. That will be very uh, unfortunate and a uh, headache, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so just so I remember, you did say May 10th, right? Um, what about Y&R? Are they going to be affected too? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, let me just double check right quick. Yeah, because I want to make sure so we can put that on our media for all of our, our D10 fans. So we don't May 8th and... Oh, you said May 8th and 9th, right? Not the 10th? Uh, let's see. No, May, Tuesday, May not Tuesday for Y&R, it's Tuesday, May 9th, and Wednesday, May 10th. And let me just double check for B&B. Um, double check for B&B. Yeah, Tuesday, May 9th, and Wednesday, May 10th for B&B, too. Okay, I'm going to put that then. Yeah, I kind of like it. We, we call this thing that we knew there were going to be some more interruptions. Um, we may not be March Madness, but I knew once May came in, I knew we were going to get more interruptions again. Nobody yeah, believes this. Nobody believes this until we have to report it, so it's all good. Okay, so I'm just going to put soccer so they know why. That's fine. All right, what would the... Um, do you got any more spoilers for the Boat of the Beautiful? No, that's about it. <laughs> dude what is it this, is it just me do the soaps not even care anymore about sweeps there's like nothing to sh really I mean I know I know we're sharing the spoilers dude but it's like there's nothing to share tonight yeah it feels it feels dry I mean when you think like, about it yeah like like yeah. a turkey it just dry no no gravy nothing okay uh, I guess our last one is what? GH? Yeah, I, I, yeah, our last one is General Hospital, yes. Oh my god, dude. I'm looking forward to our, I'm looking forward to our chat for the daytime, uh, Emmys because tonight's spoilers really, I hate to say it, dude, but they suck. <laughs> Alright, one more. Uh, Nathan's favorite song is gonna be our next music break. We re return. Our final destination will be Port Charles. And yes, 
I've got lots to share about Port Charles that I'm having issues with. Okay, Nathan, pick your favorite song. We'll come right back. Okay, I got it right here with me right now. So, here we go. Thank you, Nathan. No problem. Alright, so Nathan found out a little tidbit for us about a certain actress that will be leaving General Hospital soon. This is really going to drop jaws. Nathan, what actress did we find out is leaving uh, General Hospital? And again, this didn't even surprise you when I heard about it. Yeah, um, we talked about this a couple days ago, and... um, I got this from DaytimeDish.com, so be sure you guys check it out. But we get a chance before the uh, inside rumors. But it's being reported, or rumored, or should I say, so it's confirmed that Cynthia Watros, who plays Nina on Joe Hospital, will be leaving Joe Hospital sometime in June. And when I first heard about this, really, I was not stunned at all. I, I mean, wasn't. I, my jaw dropped, of course, because it's Nina. But other than that, I was like. I'm not surprised, dude. They ruined her character. Um, the only reason I love Nina is one, Sister Watros, Crazy Annie from Guiding Light. Two, I love her connection with um, Ava. And I loved her with Sunny. But unfortunately, again, Frank, you lose. Uh, this is your strike. You can't seem to write for Nina. And, yeah, and that goes for not just Frank Bountini, who's the yeah. But also Chris and Dan too. I mean, they just can't seem to come with anything for Nina and just have her stuck in, you know, um, Carly Hell, you know, when it comes to the character called Corinthos. And I just feel that it's very disappointing that, you know, uh, when it comes to an actor, but actress like Cynthia Watros, I mean, she's yeah. so much better storytelling. And I, I loved her on Dying Light when she was Crazy Annie. I mean, because she delivered those scenes and knocked them out of the park. Yeah. And, and this is, when I have your hospital, this is, it's, it's nothing like that. It's just very different. Well, it's, it's the writing, dude. Time. I mean, we have to be honest. It's the writing. It's really bad. Yeah, it, it is. It I is. mean, the only thing that Nina, and, and this is just me, but the only thing I get excited when I know that Nina's coming on is I know that we're going to get an Ava and, an Ava and Nina share cocktail drinks sort of scene right i think that's really bad but that's my excitement for the for the week but i do like that they finally put her to talk with um martin gray and did you find did you you <laughs> i love i love the actor that plays martin gray he's so funny um he didn't even care talking to nina when she was trying to change her mind about the sick he's just like well you know nina you really didn't do nothing you just 
made a report about what they did. He's like, you really shouldn't feel bad, which he's making a point. He's like, it's not like you forced uh, Carly and Drew to commit insider trading, which is true again. But you saw he really did not even care what Nina had to say. He's like, I, I need to go talk to my sister. <laughs> He's like, you didn't even care, dude. That's how bad the writing is. We don't care. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's like, come on. Like, yeah, it's Carly, to... dude. I don't care. Get, let her go to jail. I mean, you know, what is it hard? And I'm sorry, Frank, but I know you love your favorites, but... It's okay to let him go to jail every now and then. I mean, do you remember that last time, Nathan, that everybody in Port Charles was getting arrested and they all wound up in jail? What's that again? Do you remember that storyline that was going on months ago? Or maybe last year, where everybody was doing something wrong and somehow everybody wound up in jail? Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that, yes. I think it even included Lulu. Yeah, Everybody was like in that. jail. It was funny. It kind of reminded me like they took a page out of Y&R. Remember when Nick and Sharon's wedding wedding, uh, little party, I think it was like a bachelorette party or bachelor party, and everybody got into a big tussle at the, at the bar and everybody got arrested and they all wound up in jail with Kevin? Yeah, I remember that as well. Yeah, that, that I miss those all, days, yeah. dude. This is the kind of writing I miss. We don't have that anymore. No, we don't have it anymore. And, you know, with this runner's strike, I am interested to see where Frank Valentini pulls out of his hat for this one because, mm -hmm. you know, obviously I think Chris and Dan are part of WGA, the Runners of America. So with them gone, he's going to have, Frank's going to have to bring someone back to, you know, uh, right for General Hospital. And, you know, I have no faith. I mean, if it's going to be Frank Valentini and whoever's going to be writing as well, then I don't have any faith at all because Frank will be yeah. micromanaging that thing to a T, unfortunately. I mean, I'm loving some storylines right now, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really don't watch General Hospital like every day like I used to. But I'm loving Tracy returning. Here's a little tidbit. Tracy is going to expose Nina's secret publicly. That's going to be fun. I don't know if it's happened yet, but that's what I was hearing. Then the other part that I'm hearing is that we're going to get... Um... For you Sprina Nation fans, um, Spencer and Trina are going to get closer. And there's a possibility they might run away together, away from Port Charles. Just so they can get away from all the chaos. I don't know if they're going to do this off screen or this is their next adventure. But again, they really, they're really pushing the Sprina Nation uh, adventure. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the the chaos but unfortunately it is gh once it dies down what do they have left yeah i mean i do appreciate what jesus is doing with spencer and trina because they do deserve this mm -hmm. after you know when they first got started with the first address please um trina then tyron and lee came in and feels and it felt like they were um I feel like they were kind of stalling with Spencer and Trina, and then now this, but, you know, they have to, I think, at least write some storytelling with Spencer and Trina and what they're going to face from here on out. So, uh, I, I am interested, but at the same time, you know, I just kind of wonder what else does uh, GH have with Spencer and Trina, because, honestly, at this point, um, you know, we all know that Nicholas Chavez and Tabitha Alina are, are talented 
you know, actor and actresses, yes. but at the same time, you know, there's a good chance that they, that they may leave Jews at some point, so Jews cannot waste a, cannot waste a second with such a Trina and the momentum that they have. This is my prediction. If they do do this and they really do disappear for a little bit, this is just a cop-out because this shows how bad the writers can't even write for their story. Yeah, I mean, it just shows that the writers, um, that, that the writers really are just dropping the ball and they're not really capitalizing mm -hmm. that much Trina. Here's the bone I have to pick with General Hospital, dude. Is it just me or do the WSB suck? WSB are horrible and they are just, just downright lazy. They just don't know what they're doing. How hard is it for them not to reach Frisco Jones? This is ridiculous. We really do not need Robert Scorpio in this storyline. I mean, no, not really. I mean, they could have at least brought Shaq Ryan back for one appearance, you know, honestly. Or a video call. I mean, it's not hard. Right. I mean, or let him call. You know, don't even show his face. Just let him call. I mean, they've done it with Hollywood. Why not do this? Oh, and shout out to the guy that did play, um, the Ethan. I'm glad you showed me him, um, Nathan. I love the new Ethan. He's, he's definitely talented. Yeah, yeah, James Ryan showed a lot of promise. Oh my God, and that accent. I love they kept his accent for, you know, for the role of, um, Ethan. Now, I'm not a Luke fan. But I loved it when Luke kept calling him Dodger. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember that too. During Grizzly Era, he called. Yeah, Luke called him Dodge. That was his nickname. Yeah. All right. What you got for us, Nathan? What? And now I'm gonna laugh. What spoilers, if any, does General Hospital have? I don't know what it is tonight, but it seems like the soaps really didn't care about sweeps this month. Yeah. Let's go to General Hospital spoilers mm -hmm. for this month of May sweeps. So. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's start off with this week and next week. So for tomorrow on General Hospital, the 2nd of May 2023, on Wednesday, Balancey makes an offer, Marshall consoles Porsche, Robert wants interference, Jocelyn and Dex are hopeful, Willow is in for a shock, also uh, May, May 3rd, 2023, which is, no, that's, that's also tomorrow, um, Michael is frantic, which mm -hmm. delivers bad news, Tracy and Brooklyn band together. Nina Bruce Ava. Laura makes a ball moved on Thursday. May 4, 2023. Spencer and Trina are alarmed. Carly supports Michael. Will has a choice to make. Felicia goes to bat for a loved one. Nina tries to distract Sonny. Then May 5th, 2023 on Friday. Uh, Elizabeth and Portia are puzzled. Will issues a request. Nina makes a promise. Mitchell is called guard and Laura is horrified. Then next week, May 8th to May 12th. Uh, Dex steals time with Jocelyn. Sonny enlists Diane's help. Carly has a frank talk with Dante. A body is recovered. Willow gives Michael food for thought. Then May 9, 2023, Tuesday, next Tuesday, next week. Mm -hmm. Michael and Willow share a tender moment. Dante and Seth put their hands together. Robert is in for a surprise. Nana defends himself. Nina is concerned. Then uh, May 10, 2023, which is on um, next Wednesday. Percy. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Pretty search of theory. Olivia is skeptical. Maxie needs help. Taggart warns Portia. Sasha shuts Carly down. Then May 11, 2023, Tracy calls in a favor. Chase throws himself in the work. Carly seeks out Selena. Esme rushes to the hospital. Portia is grateful. And then, uh, last but not least, Friday, May 12th, next week on Friday, Michael makes a big decision. Dex is thrown. Johnson with his willow. 
Nina, Nina wins her options, and Scott is relieved. Oh wow! I was I was waiting to see if you're gonna pick up on any of the um the little spoiler that I found out, which is okay that you didn't mention it, but I did find out that um Dex is going to betray um Michael very soon. Yeah, I heard about that as well. That's really interesting how that turns out. Okay, Nathan, can you give me a little sense here? Because this is just GH with their craziness. Why was there a camera recording Sonny's illegal activity? I thought that was so funny. Like, what in the world is going on? Did Dex set up a camera? It seemed like he it, no, because it seemed like he did set up a camera. Because uh, you know he's he's working with Michael to take down Sonny, so the camera. Oh, was trying to it. okay, so he yeah. did do it. Yeah, he did do it. Yes. Oh my God, I was wondering because he's. I mean, I love you, Dex, but. Dude, quit looking at the camera. You were, you did you notice it, Nathan? He looked like he was acting guilty. Yeah, I know that as well. I, I wish he could have at least remained a little bit poised. I'm surprised you know, Brick didn't call him out on that, cause I sir, I certainly picked up on it. It's like, dude, focus. You, you know, you really, you're really getting to where you're gonna tell on yourself. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you know, if he did not remain in focus, I think Sonny or Brick or someone else would have caught on to that and call him out and ask him like, "What are you doing? You know, stay focused." All right, everybody, we're gonna take a quick little break. Nathan's gonna pop up with some fun commercial to play, and then when we return, we're gonna kick off our daytime Emmys. I don't want to chew, but I'm so excited. Yes, I'm really excited to talk about daytime Emmys, and uh, we look forward to talking about it. After return of commercial break right here on, on uh, Wizard Podcast and Nathan 2. So, here we go. everybody welcome to our 50th daytime emmy award nominations i've been waiting for this for weeks now okay let's see what we have here nathan what can you tell us about let's see here i think i've got it okay all right, Nathan, I'm going to kick off with the daytime drama series, and then I'll let you do the lead performance in the daytime drama series. The daytime okay. drama series will be The Bay. You can watch that on Popstar TV. Of course, our Bold and Beautiful, CBS. Days of Our Lives on NBC, Peacock, General Hospital, ABC, and The Young and the Restless on CBS. Oh, my God, Nathan, it's so hard because I love Young and the Restless and Days and General Hospital and... 
I love Bono Beautiful too, but oh, there's so many hard ones. Um, I'm gonna nominate for me. I'm gonna nominate Our Young and the Restless because I am just such a big. Um, I'm loving all our favorites right now. We've got Adam over there right now. We've got we've got JT Hellstrom. We've got Daniel Romilotti. We've got everybody popping in. I mean, I'm even loving Cricket right now. So I'm voting Young and the Restless. Who's your pick? Yeah, I think I'll go with the Y&R, too. I mean, they seem to be having a ton of men ever since they yeah. celebrated their 50th anniversary. And we're seeing all these characters come back at the same mm-hmm. time. You know, storyline is going on when it comes to Adam, Nick, Sally, Phyllis, and so on and so forth. And so it's really interesting to see how that all uh, turns out. So I'll give it my pick goes to Y&R. All right, go ahead. You got the lead performance in the daytime drama series. Take it away. Okay, Lou Forms with the Daytime Drama Series. Let's go to first uh, actress. The first one, Sharon Case, who plays Sharon Newman on YNR. Melissa Claire Egan, who plays Chelsea on YNR. Fenora Hughes, who is on the Van Gogh Hospital. Michelle Stafford, who plays Phil Summers on YNR. And Jacqueline McKenna's Woods, who plays Stubby Forrester on The Bold and the Beautiful. So, um, really, what is your pick for this category of? Uh, can you repeat that? Because you were cutting off. Oh, okay. Uh, Sharon Case, Melissa um, Claire Egan, Vanilla Hughes, Michelle Stafford, and Jacqueline McKenna's Woods. Oh my god, dude. So many good ones. I can't... Oh my god, I gotta pick one. They're so hard. I gotta give it up to Sharon Case, dude. She's She got it when she was crying when she lost Ray. When Nick showed up and she didn't even have to say a word, she knew, dude. She knew. So, sharing case for the win for this one. Yeah, I would, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I would not be shot of sharing case one, but I would, I would have to give this one to Miss Clarity and Miss Chelsea on my NR. Mm-hmm. Her scenes in the suicide and her, you know, jumping off the building, but her was about to. Those scenes were very well done, and her storyline when it came to, you know, uh, what was going on with her character at the time was mm-hmm. very well done. So, I'm going to give this one to Miss Clarity. I do have a small problem, though. I love the actresses, get me wrong. But I really would have removed Michelle Stafford in this category. I would have preferred Susan Walters as Diane Jenkins. She would have bet she would have deserved that better. Yeah, I agree with that too. I don't see I just don't see why we got Michelle Stafford. Like what did she do as far as an, a role that I can't even recall right now, that's really bad. Um I really feel that they really snubbed um, uh, Susan Walters. And then Finola Hughes, I think here, I mean, even though I vote Sharon Case and you voted your favorite, I won't be surprised if Finola Hughes takes this for the win. Because she did really good. She did really good. Remember when she lost, um, oh, what was his name? Peter, right? Peter. All that crying and everything she did with him and everything, dude. Um, yes. Next to Sharon Case, I think it was going to be like a tug of war between them two. Yeah, I could see Fanola Hughes winning this one as well. Her scenes with Peter, mm-hmm. with the, the death of the character of Peter, you know, I thought they were very well done. And Fanola Hughes did a tremendous job despite the storytelling and how long it took for James to kill all the character of Peter, which we're not going into, but... 
Vanilla Houston did the very best she could out of it. So if she gets the, the victory in this one, then I would not be shot either way. Okay, so I'll take on lead performance in a daytime drama series, and then after I'm done, I'm going to let you do the picks for supporting performance. Okay, here we go. Lead performance in a daytime drama series. Actor is Maurice Bernard as Sonny Corinthos, General Hospital. Peter Bergman is Jack Abbott on The Young and the Restless. Billy Flynn is Chad Demir on Days of Our Lives. Thorsten Kay is Rich Forrester, The Boat and the Beautiful. And Jason Thompson is Billy Abbott, The Young and the Restless. I... Oh my god, I'm in a sense dense still right now between... Billy Flynn and Peter Bergman. Do you know which role they... Do you know which real Peter submitted? Because I'm curious, what part of it did he do? Because his story this year of Diane, right? This is what they're doing, right? This is the real of when Diane returned from being presumed dead? Yes, I think, I think it had to do... Um, with, I think it may have to do with maybe Jack finding out about, uh, Chemo, Chemo okay. at, at the house, and, okay. you know, I think, yeah, I think, I think that was what he probably sent or submitted. Okay, because I don't see, this is another one, I just, I just don't get these things sometimes. I really don't understand why they added Thorsten K, because to me, he really didn't do much on this one. I just don't see it. But Billy Flynn and Peter Bergman, to me, are the ties. I'm going to pick Peter Bergman, but I won't be surprised if Billy Flynn wins this. Because if I'm correct, this is the one where he's crying over Abigail, right? Yeah, that's correct as well. So you got some major competition. Who's your choice, Nathan? This is going to be a really interesting uh, reveal. You know, it's a hard one. And um, between Billy Flynn and Peter Bergman, those are two. Right? That yeah, yeah. Most. and Jason Thompson Jason Thompson don't get me wrong dude you're great I love the, what you did for Chelsea but and Maurice Bernard you're always great too but I'm sorry guys it's Peter Bergman and Billy Flynn tug of war for this one I just I'm gonna rule out Jason Thompson I'm ruling out Maurice Bernard Thurston K you don't even need to be in this category so that just leaves Peter Bergman and Billy Flynn for me uh, which one are you choosing for this one uh, Nathan if I had to pick, I would have, it would be a tough one, but I'll go with Peter Bergman with his track up on the right. spot. Yeah, I got his scenes when he found out about chemo. He was at the house, looking through all the things and stuff. They missed out on, uh, you know, I thought those scenes were very well done. And Peter Bergman is a great act actor, and I do think that he's doing a great job in that yes. storyline. Peter Bergman, I love you. And I'm going to say, dude, you've got Kim Zimmer tears. Every time he cries, he cries on cue. Yes, he does. You know, Peter Berman is, you know, he does great. Yes. He's very good actor when it comes to emotion, and either he's being emotional, he's crying, or he's in a rage. And yeah. it's like he called out Phyllis in that one scene, like, I am Jabal, in that, you know, in that voice, too. So oh, my God, dude. Did you catch it this past week? He got a chair and he threw it again. <laughs> yeah, when Diane told him to, like, Yes. He went to the office and threw a chair. That dude, that was great. I'm telling you, Josh Griffin did perfect firing the writers. This is he proved a point, dude, and he got my he got my respect. Josh Griffith, you got a mad fan here. I am on awe. You finally did it. You're proving your point. If anyone wants to say anything, 
just tell them that uh, Willie's View Podcast and Nathan too. We got your back, dude. You're awesome. Yes, we do. Um, you know, I of course I'm a history transcript for going on. Of course, yeah, nothing no. perfect, but what he did, he literally cleared the board. He took off the writers. He saved the show without realizing it. Cause look, they're not even on the writer strike. They're safe. But I mean, still, it's just. I mean, I'm in awe. All right, Nathan, you got the supporting performance in a daytime drama series, actress. What you got? Okay, so um, it's five of them. So mm-hmm. the first one, number one, Krista Alley, Dr. Taylor Hayes, and Dolan Beautiful. Number two, this was a shocker to me. I'm pretty sure it was a shocker to you. Sonia Eddy, the Lakers, Sonia Eddy, who played Pippi Johnson in John Hospital. Yeah. Uh, Sissy Hyduke, Krista Demero on Days of Our Lives. Mm-hmm. Brooke Kerr, Portia Robertson in John Hospital. And last but not least, Kay Daibo as Britt Westmore on GH. Okay, do you know which reel that Kelly Tim submitted? I maybe it would have to be I think the scene of her. No, not wait, not scene of her death. No, that was this year. So I'm not sure what she said. It wasn't about her crying about Jason, was it? I don't know. Because I got tired of that, dude. I got tired. I love Jason and 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 Britt, but I got tired of her crying, crying like a a teenager, over. Over Jason, because he, there's no way, dude. There couldn't be Jason and her would could not be the love of each other's lives. It's just it don't. I mean, it's more like Jason and Carly, maybe, but not really Jason and Brett. Yeah, I mean, they they, they just didn't. They yeah. Never have Brett move on from Jason. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Kelly, yeah. but that rules you out on my end. Let's see. I uh, love you, Stacy and Kristen Demira. Why Why was Sonia Eddy, what was her submission? Because I'm curious on that. I, I don't know about that as well. I don't know what scenes she submitted. Okay, I love her. I love her, but I don't know what she submitted, and it's all good. But I'm sorry, guys. I'm voting for my girl. I gotta love it. Krista Allen, you are doing wonderful. It's Dr. Taylor Hayes. Keep keeping it up. Uh, I vote Krista Allen. Yeah, I'm- yeah, I'll go with Krista Allen too. I mean, ever since she came on B and B, her character has been, you know, a Spitfire, you know, dude. Um, She's been a Spitfire. Yeah, spitfire fresh out of the box. Yes. She's doing a great job. All right, Nathan, you got supporting performance in the daytime drama series actor. Go ahead. We have five choices here. Mm-hmm. This category number one, of course, Nicholas Chavez, Spencer Castle from GH, Chad Durrell, Michael Corinthos from General Hospital. Daniel Ferrelgi, Idris Demera on Days of Lives, Robert Gosset, Marshall Astro on Joe Hospital, and last but not least, John Lindstrom as uh, Dr. Kevin Collins, Ryan Chamberlain on Joe Hospital. I'm laughing, dude. Why on earth do we have Marshall on here? What 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 did he do to be nominated? Because I didn't see anything. I, I think it had to do with his scenes about him finding out he was a schizophrenic or something. And I, oh. I was interested in all. I'm sorry, but I, 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 I didn't watch that, dude. That, I that, I like yeah, that. that. Why is Chad? Why is Chad on here as Michael? What did he do to earn an award? I don't get it. What was he doing? He oh, cried about Willow. About oh God, I know. I'm sorry, dude. That ruled him out to you. He's ruled out too. John Lindstrom, you definitely deserve it. Um, Marshall, I'm sorry, dude, you're out. EJ, I love you, but I'm giving it to my boy, Nicholas Chavez and Spencer Cassidine. You're getting it, dude. You're gonna, you're taking it home. I call it right now. 
Yeah, I'll give this one to Nicholas Chavez too. He deserves it after you know uh, after all he's been through it. Right. So I'll give it, I'll give it to him too. I think the the I think if he doesn't win, it could go to either John Lindstrom because he did play good. It's Kevin Collins and Ryan Chamberlain. I'll give him that. And also, if they're going for the eye candy routine, then that would be to Daniel as EJ Demira. I'm sorry, I can't spell his name right, so I'm not being disrespectful. I just can't say his name right. The last name, is, it's, it's hard for me to say. But EJ right. Demira is doing really good this year. If it wasn't Nicholas, then I would have voted for Daniel. Yeah, I, I would vote for um, yeah. Daniel too if it was for Nicholas as well. So yeah. yeah, but this, I'm sorry, dude. I'm I'm not trying to put anyone down, guys, but there really was no need to add Chad in this, to this category, and there was really no need to add Robert Gossett either because that's just uh, I don't know. All right, let's go to the next one. Younger performing a daytime drama series. Carrie Christopher's Thomas Demir on Days of Our Lives. Victoria Grace's Wendy Shin Days of Our Lives. Okay, I'm trying to. Did that the one they took back? Yeah, yeah, that, that's the one Victoria took back. Uh, Dude, that's wrong. Eden I'm, I'm so upset with this. Eden McCoy is Jocelyn Jacks, and Henry Joseph Samir is Douglas Forrester. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to great. think here. Let's see, Thomas Demira. Okay, that's the young kid. Okay, I get that. I get that. You know what they need to do? They need to do this better, because how are you gonna have? Jocelyn Jacks, almost 18 years old, the actress or whatever, and these kids are younger. You tell me, Nathan, what is wrong with this picture? Um, it's so messed up. I'm going to vote for Henry as Douglas, but you know who I don't see on here, and this is another thing that I've got to pick with. Why didn't they nominate um, Connor from Young and the Restless? Where's he at? Yes, I forgot about him. I, I, I don't know, maybe he's not to submit anything or, or whatever. Yeah, but I, just, I would say take out Eden McCoy and add him in there. Yeah, that was true. Put Eden McCoy and put Victoria Grace in another better category. It doesn't have to be younger performer. You could put another, I don't know, make another category. I mean, God, like, it's Emmys. This is what I'm talking about, Nathan. These Emmys, sometimes they're a joke. Yeah, they are a show. It's all because of the structure and the, uh, yeah. the setup from the Emmys. Okay, who do you who do you choose? Um, I would have to pick. I pick Carrie Christopher, who plays Thomas the Member of Days of Our Lives. He's my pick because I think. The oh yeah, he's Chad, adorable. Yeah, he's a good actor. You're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, CZ had with Chad about him missing his mommy or whatever, and Chad mm -hmm. firing back. Why well, miss her too? You know, those are very gut wrenching scenes. Oh my god, okay Nathan, you got this. This is gonna be fun. Go ahead and tell us who go ahead and tell us about the guest performance in a daytime drama series. Go ahead, it's all yours. Alright, the nominees for our saying great performance in a daytime drama series. Uh, number one, Steve Byrne, with Harris Michaels on Beyonce on Chapter Two, Peacock. Uh, second one, Cassandra Cheech, Dr. Grace Buckingham on Born Beautiful on CBS. She was on As the World Turns years ago. Number three, Allie Mills, who plays Heather Webber on General Hospital. Robert Newman, who plays Ashley Locke on the Young Wrestlers. And also, last but not least, um, Kevin Spiritus as Dr. Craig Wesley on Days of Our Lives. Okay. People might get at me out here, but um, 
I really just didn't see reason for Kevin Spiritus on here. Yeah, me too. I don't get it, and it's not the gayish guys because you know I'm LGBTQIA, but I just don't see it. He did not need to be in there. You know who I well, um, yeah, you know who I would have put in there for guest performance. Why isn't um Leo in there? Or better yet, what about the one that played that cool drag queen? Oh yeah, Jay Cox, yes. Oh, and the one that was also General Hospital, remember? For um, Brits, for Brits Goodbye? Oh, wait, uh... Um, Karaoke? Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, the, um... The, the guy, the guy who Again, the yeah, this thing is a joke. Okay, I'm voting on a chorus, gotta give it to my boy, Steve Burton as Harris. You know you're gonna take it home, Beyond Salem, dude. Yeah, C. Bone, I think, will probably get the win on this one. But if not him, I'll go with uh, Robert Newman, too. Play Ashton Rock. I said that Robert Oh, Newman. no, he deserves it, uh, that. Yeah. I mean, they're both, they're both good. There's got some heavy hitters in here. I think the only thing I would change, I mean, not even change, but I think he would win it. I think he's going to take it home. If it's not Steve, it's not It's not going to be Kevin. I know that. Um, it's probably Robert Newman. But you know why I'm... I think the win of the night is going to shock everyone. I bet you it's going to be Allie Mills as Heather Weber. She did really good. Yeah, Allie Mills did phenomenal playing Heather Weber in Joe Hospital. I think I she's going to be the showstopper of this. Okay, here we go. Daytime talk series, the Drew Barrymore Show, the Jennifer Hudson Show, Kelly Clarkson Show, Live with Kelly and Ryan, Today with Hoda and Jenna. I got to give it to my girl. I love her, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Drew Raymond for the win. All right, Nathan, you got it. Entertainment news series. Have at it. Access Hollywood syndicated. E News E Entertainment. Entertainment Tonight syndicated. Extra syndicated. Inside Edition syndicated. I always loyal to my Entertainment Tonight. What about you, Nathan? Yeah, Entertainment Tonight as well. All right, daytime talk. Daytime talk series host. Drew Barrymore, The Drew Barrymore Show, Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson Show, Tamron Hall, Tamron Hall, Kelly Ripper, Ryan Sequest, Live with Kelly and Ryan, and Cherry Shepard, Cherry. Again, I give it out to Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Drew Barrymore for the win. All right, Nathan, you got this. Daytime program host. Okay. Daytime program. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Oh, wow. There's some categories I didn't... There's some people in here I did not know that they have this program. Yeah, I noticed that too. Go ahead, go ahead. You can announce them. Um, Danielle Brooks, Instant Dream Home. Mycoria, mm -hmm. Trailer Adventure. Zach Efron, Down the Earth with Zach Efron. And Kevin O'Connor, This Old House. Martha Stewart, Martha Gardens. Oh my God, dude. I got to give it up to Zach Efron. Down to Earth with Zach Efron. I've not seen it. But I'm voting for it because I'm such a big Zac Efron fan. Uh, who are you picking, Nathan? I'll go with Zac Efron, too. I've not seen it, but I've heard good things about it. Culinary series. We got Family Dinner, Magnolia Network, Jose Andres and Family in Spain, Discovery, Martha Cooks, Ruku Road Food, Discovering America One Dish at a Time, and Selena and Chef on HBO Max. And I'm not voting nobody because I've not seen any of these. <coughs> yeah, same with you. I don't see any of those. Culinary host, Condrea Brown, delicious Miss Brown. 
Enoch Garden, Be My Guest with Enoch Garten, Guy Freire, Guy's Ranch Kitchen, Amir Langris, Amir Cooks, Justin Sutherland, Taste of Culture, Andrew Zimmerman, Family Dinner. Sorry, guys, I'm not picking nobody. I don't watch any of these. Legal Courtroom Program, Caught in Providence, Hot Bench, Judge Steve Harvey, Ju Judy Justice, The People's Court. I gotta give it up to Judy. Love her. Judy Justice. Nathan. I'll go with uh, The People's Court because it's in its last season. Oh my god, I'm gonna miss that show. I love People's Court. Yeah, but an update on that. I know that uh, the judge on that, Judge Marilyn, she'll be on um, Barney Allen's group of uh, show that they're doing for her. So it's going to be syndicated along with Judge Mathis, too. So be on the lookout for that. Oh, yeah. Keep me updated on that. Okay, here we go. This is fun. Travel Adventure Nature Program. Down to Earth with Zach Efron. Guys, All-American Road Trip. Food Network. Uh, Zach Efron with Netflix. The Hidden Lives of Pets. Netflix. Island of the Sea Wolves, Netflix. Real Destinations, Focus Features, and Wild Babies on Netflix. I pick Zac Efron. You? Dude, there's so much shows in here, I swear. I'm glad I don't watch this much television. Um, instruction, How to Program. Amanda Gorman teaches writing and performing. Poetry Masterclass, Fixer Upper, The Castle Magnolia Network. Idea House, Mounted Modern, Roku. Instant Dreamhouse on Netflix and Martha Garden's Roku. Uh, this is uh, absolute for me because I don't watch any of these. Yeah, me too as well. I don't watch them as well. Lifestyle program. Eat this with Yara, AJ Plus, For the Love of Kitchens, Magnolia Network, George to the Rescue, NBC, Life After Death with T Tyler Henry, Netflix, Mind Your Manners, Netflix, and The Established Home, Magnolia Network. I'm sorry, guys. I don't watch any of that. Arts and Popular Culture Program, American Anthems, PBS, Kings of Leon at O2 YouTube, Mike Bluegrass Story, RFD TV, Variety Power of Women, Changemakers Lifetime Variety Studio, Actors on Actors, PBS, Working in the Theater, AmericanTheaterWing.org. I'm actually voting for Actors on Actors because I love PBS. Yeah, I'll go with that one too. Educational Information Program, Book of Queer, Discovery Plus. The Earth Unlocked, The Weather Channel, The Future of Netflix, Harlem Globetrotters Play Forward, NBC, Historian Take, PBS, Italy Made with Love, PBS, Vikings, The Rise and Fall of National Geographic. I'm not seeing that, but I'm going to add that to my list. But I'm going to actually vote, this will make you laugh, Nathan, but I'm actually going to vote for um, The Earth Unlocked on The Weather Channel, because I love The Weather Channel. Yeah, I'll go with that one, too. Alright, here we got daytime specials. This should be fun. 96th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day. All Boys Aren't Blue, YouTube, Behind the Table. A View Reunion on Hulu. Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day, ABC, Extra. Uh, Chesley Christ, 1991-2022 syndicated. The House That Norm Built. Recipe for Change, Standing Up to Anti-Semitism, YouTube Originals. I'm going to stick to my Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parades. You? Same for me, too. I'll go with that as well. Short form program. Seriously, dude, there's so many categories. Asian American Stories of Resilience and Beyond World Channel. Um, let's see where we got. Uh, dressed Focus Feature, Finding Pause, Healthline, Handmade YouTube, My Mark, featuring Marcus... Samuelson on 
Cond Nest Bon Appetit Ready Jet Cook Food Network. I'm not even gonna touch that. I'm not even I've not watched any of that and again I'm so thankful right now, Nathan, I don't watch all that television too much TV. Uh let's see. Promotional announcement. Okay, here I'm not even getting understand this, but here we go. Access Hollywood two Tow Yard syndicated. The Drew Barrymore show, Drew's got the beat syndicated. Jennifer Hudson show, EGOT, Hope and Joy and Magic syndicated. Sherry, Sherry, Fun, Joy, Laughter, Syndicated. Tamron Hall, Women Reclaiming Their Power. Michelle Branch and Angela Simmons, Syndicated. Excess Hollywood. Yeah, me too. Access Hollywood. Writing Team. All right, now we're back to normal. Writing Team for a Daytime Drama Series. You ready, Nathan? Go ahead. Okay, um, see here. This is, this is the outstanding daytime drama series writing team, right? Uh, it says a writing team for a daytime drama series, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we got The Bay, All Star TV, mm -hmm. The Bone Beautiful, CBS, Days of Our Lives, NOC Peacock, Beyond Sam Chapter 2, Peacock, General Hospital, ABC, and then the rest of CBS. You guys are going to drop your jaws, but I'm picking The Bay because I love The Bay. If you've never watched it, check it out on Pop Star TV. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bay 2 on this one as well. They yeah. deliver great content on their shows, especially if they're started. And it's, it goes up and down like a soap opera at times, but, you know, yeah. I think it's very entertaining and worthwhile. Writing team for a daytime nonfiction program. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Book of Queer Discovery Plus. I swear I've never heard of that one. The Drew Barrymore Show, Syndicated. The Ellen DeGeneres Show, Syndicated. Island of the Sea Wolves, Netflix. Have checked that out. The Kelly Clarkson Show, Syndicated. I miss our beloved Ellen, so I'm picking the Ellen DeGeneres show. I'll go with Drew, the Drew Barrymore show. Directing team for a daytime drama series. Go ahead, Nathan. You got it. The Bay, The Born and Beautiful, Days of Our Lives, Beyonce on Chapter 2, John Hospital, and The Young and the Restless. I'm sorry, guys, but a directing team, I'm voting The Bay. Yeah, I'm going to go for The Bay, too. If you guys have never watched it, seriously, watch The Bay. You'll be voting that, too. Directing team for a single-camera daytime non-fiction program. <laughs> I swear, these are, these are these categories. I like to just pick it for nothing. Okay. Yeah, Ask this old house PBS Roku. Big Sky Kitchen with Eduardo Garcia. Magnolia Network. Home Apple TV Plus. Island of the Sea Wolves Netflix and Wild Babies Netflix. And you're telling me, Nathan, that they can't make a category for the older actors in a younger generation series? This makes no sense to me. I'm I'm skipping this category. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how we have so many oh my categories God. besides the other ones that yeah. are deserved. Directing team for a multiple camera daytime nonfiction program. How many, seriously, how many of these they got to make up? Okay, here we go. American Anthem, PBS, The Drew Barrymore Show, Entertainment Tonight, The Kelly Clarkson Show, and The View. I'm going to give it up to Entertainment Tonight. Same way. Entertainment Tonight. Music Direction and Composition, The Boat of Beautiful, The Hidden Lives of Pets, Netflix, Home, Apple TV, Island of the Sea, Wolves, and The Kelly Clarkson Show. Oh my God, Nathan. Do you see what they did here? Yes, I did. They skipped the rest of day... Daytime, and only added Boat of the Beautiful. What is wrong with this picture? 
I'm not voting nobody on this. I'm sorry, Bowden Beautiful, but no, I'm not. Okay, here we go. Original song, Darling, Darling General Hospital. Everyone dances to Bowden Beautiful. Life is sweet, American anthems. Only there, Joni Table Talk, Pocket Change, American anthems. I'm skipping that category, dude. That sounds dumb. It is. It makes no sense. Light. Oh, God, Nathan. Here we go. Oh, lighting direction. Is this what we look forward to the ends? I never realized this now. I don't remember going through all this craziness. Here we go. Lighting direction. The Boat of Beautiful. The Drew Barrymore Show. General Hospital. Kelly Clarkson Show. And The View. What a coincidence, Nathan. We do not have days on here, and we don't have Young and the Restless either. So, I'm not, I'm not... I'm skipping that category. Okay, Nathan, you're going to love this. Technical direction in a camera work video. You believe this, dude. Oh in the Beautiful, Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day, Jennifer Hudson Show, Kelly Clarkson Show, The Talk, The View, The Young and the Restless. Um, I'm, I'm picking Young and the Restless. But that's sad that they don't have Days or General Hospital there. Cinematography, The Hidden Lives of Pets, Home. I love Sea Wolves, Italy made with love and wild babies. I'm I'm jumping off, dude. That's no. Single camera editing. Uh, I'm skipping that one too. I'm not even gonna announce it anymore. This is multiple camera editing. Forget it. Okay, here we go. Nathan, go ahead. Outstanding live sound mixing and sound. Go ahead and do that one. That sounds interesting. Uh, let me just go get to it a little bit. You'll see why you'll you'll see why when you look at the category. Of who's in it? Days of Our Lives, The Owens DeGeneres Show, mm -hmm. Jennifer Hudson Show, The Clay Carson Show, and The Young and the Restless. I'm laughing, dude. Outstanding live sound, mixing, and sound. How many crazy categories do you need to add? This is ridiculous. But I'm going to vote Young and the Restless, though. I'm voting Young and the Restless. Okay, no, sound mixing and sound editing, dude, we're skipping that. Main title, yes. graphic dying, we're skipping that. Casting. Dude, get ready for this, Nathan. Go ahead, you announce it. You're gonna laugh to see who's in this category. Uh, did, excuse me, Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, uh, Startup from PBS, Young Russell CBS, and Book of Career Discovery Plus. Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. Casting. <laughs> I'm supposed to laugh my ass off. <laughs> Casting for what, dude? Are you talking about casting like for 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 the cast? I, this I, is I, this I is crazy. When did they add this on here? Did they just add this this year? I guess I I don't know. Oh my god! In days, young lovers. Oh god. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I've got to pick days because I love I love when we got our Johnny. So I'm voting days. Yeah, days are lives too. Dude, that, that just makes me nauseous, like, literally. Okay, Nathan, get ready. You'll have fun with this one. I'll let you do this one, too. Art direction, set decoration, and scenic, scenic design. Go at it, dude. Here we go. General Hospital, The Kelly Clarkson Show, The Talk, The View, and The Young and the Restless. Dude, what are they talking about, art direction and set decorations? We barely see the sets as they are. Where's Days on here? Days at least has some cool sets. Um, I What is General Hospital talking about sets? All we see is a moss in, in, in Carly's house. 
That's not even a set, dude. Young the rest of us, you get this. Alright, dude, have fun with this. Costume design and styling, have at it. The Bone and Beautiful Book of Queer, General Hospital, Sherry, and the General Hospital Show. Dude, I'm not even voting nobody on this. There's not. I don't, I don't get. These are ridiculous categories. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm seeing here. Hairstyle and makeup, dude? I think that's the last one we got here. Let me see. Please let this be over, yeah. Alright, dude, we're it. Go ahead, you got the last one. This is. Oh my god, I swear the Emmys are really getting worse. Okay, so for our sunny hair styling and makeup, we have The Bone and Beautiful, The Jennifer Hudson Show, The Clay Crossing Show, The Red Table Talk, Sherry, and Tamlin Hall. I'm actually gonna vote for The Red Table Talk because I love that show. Um, I'll go with, um,. Alright guys, don't go away. Uh, me and Nathan need a little music break before we get back so we can share our exclusive movie review of Evil Dead Rise. So don't go away. Nathan's going to pop up some type of commercial. Maybe Subways or something interesting than this. And when we come back, we'll have our exclusive movie review with you guys. Remind me next year, Nathan, we're going to skip a lot of these categories next year. That's was stupid. Yeah, yeah, we're going we're gonna to uh, skip half of those. This makes no sense. Okay, so let's get the music break up here. They better offer those words offline because the daytime Emmys are not that long. They're going to cut a lot of... When the winners win their awards, they're going to lose a lot of air talk time. Just because of these stupid awards that nobody cared about. Yeah, that, that, that's true as well. Alright, dude, here we go. Oh, this is what I've been waiting for. I thought I was excited for the Emmys. I'm not anymore. I swear, I think it made me nauseous, literally. Alright, here. Moment you've all been waiting for. Our exclusive movie review of Evil Dead Rise. Alright, Nathan. What did you think of this movie? And how many popcorns did you give it? And what were your likes and dislikes on this movie? Because I was like... This was really good. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I enjoyed Evil Dead Rise. And for those of you who did not know, uh, this is the fifth installment of the Evil Dead 
even their film series. And for those of you who don't know um, mm-hmm. what that is all about, Bruce Campbell is the main star of those uh, Evil Dead film movies uh, from back in the day. If you guys remember Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell. Then uh, Bruce Campbell did a uh, Evil Dead TV series that lasted for three seasons and then was canceled, unfortunately. So he was back on this film as a um, as a voice-only cameo role heard in recording on one of the program records from 1923. Cameron was the unnamed character who forewarns the priest to the dangers of the demon, resurrection ritual, shouting, quote, it's called the Book of Dead for a reason, after urging the priest to stop. Um, writer director Cronin stated that he had Cameron voice destroyed intentionally, stating that he considers it to be time to Ash Williams. So um, this film, Evil Dead Rise, that was a very good film, from beginning to end, it had a lot of twists and turns into it, and um, I do think that when it comes to this film, um, you know, the uh, production, the filming was completely on point, mm-hmm. and um, you know, um, you know, I think that they really hit it out of the park for uh, this movie, Evil Dead Rise. Oh my God, dude! Where can I could where we begin? Because it was just so good. As soon as I watched it with Jenna, we were all into it. It was so good. And did it give you, like, I know they probably didn't mean it, but did it give you, like, a Friday 13th vibe when that, you know, I'm trying not to give a spoiler here, but when a certain character is jumping from out of the lake, didn't you get, like, a, like, camp, camp vibe from Friday the 13th sort of deal? Yeah, I got that, I got that, uh, that vibe too. Right? That was exciting. I was jumping up for joy. I'm like, oh, I love this. Okay, where do we begin here? Shout out to the lovely Elisa Sutherland. Ellie, you were amazing, phenomenal. I cannot... Oh my god, it was so good. To the lovely Lily Sullivan that played Beth, you were also phenomenal, awesome. The Morgan Davies that played Danny, great job, dude. The young Nell Fisher, I believe she's an introduction, right? I think she just... I think that's the one that just introduced in the the movie, right? She just started as a debut. Yeah, I played Cassie. Yes. Shout out to her. She's going to be the next actress just like the, you know, the little young actress that played Megan? Yes, I remember. I think yes. we got a new starlet on our, on our hands here. Shout out to Billy Reynolds McCarthy that played Jake. Jaden Daniels that played Gabriel. I'm going to give this movie actually 10 popcorns because... It was so good. I you're laughing, but I didn't even go on my phone. It was just that good. Really? Wow. Well, you know how I am with my ADD. If, if it bores me, I'll I'll switch and do something else. But this was so entertaining. I think I actually had my phone in my room because I just didn't have like a distraction. But I enjoyed it from beginning to end. It was on point, and it wasn't boring. Yeah, I feel the same thing too. It was a very exciting film, and I, I give the the cast and crew, those you mentioned and named, a lot of you know a lot of credit for this one. Yeah. They really pulled it out. Oh my God! And were you? What did you think, Nathan? Did your mouth drop when you saw the twist as we get towards the end? Yes, yeah, so the twist took me off guard. I didn't see that coming at all. I thought it was very creative, and it was a very good twist at the same time. Okay, can you tell us who directed this one? Was it Bruce Campbell? No, it was not Bruce Campbell, no. It was directed by Lee Cronin, written by Lee Cronin. Okay. Um, based on characters by Sam Raimi, produced by Rob Tapert. Um, 
Also, Cinematography, Dave Gerber, edited by Brian Shaw, music by Stephen uh, Mekion, um, also um, uh, produced by Rob Cabbard. Bruce Campbell did not star in this. Like I said before, he was the only in a voice-only cameo role, heard in recording on one of the uh, phonograph records from 1993. Oh, wow, that is so cool. I love that. All right, everybody, I think we've covered everything tonight. Uh, <laughs> I would have shared tonight's top story, but, dude, I think the Emmys took over that. <laughs> Nathan, we seriously need to make a, a mental note next year. We're not going to do these announcements for these other silly categories. That was ridiculous, dude. I think we, I think we literally gave the audience, like, maybe 30 seconds of wasted airtime. Yeah, yeah, it's just—it's really not needed to have right. all those categories. Right. Get ready. They're gonna announce that at the Emmys. Get ready for some crazy wasted airtime. All right. Well, I want to thank Nathan being part of the show um, and being a major team player. You're awesome, always. Um, trying to pull up a calendar here. Let's see. Right now we are already the third. So we won't be on next week because we gave our spoilers for this week and next week. So we will be back on the we'll be back on the sixteenth, Nathan. That sounds good. That's a Tuesday. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah, sixteen works. Yes. All right. So we'll do that. Um, anything you want to give a shout out again? Any friends of yours? Maybe some people you like to go to the restaurants over there where you're at. Your it's your ball. Uh, no, no, no. I have no shout-outs, but I did enjoy doing this uh, episode tonight with you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, with the daytime Emmy nominations, next year, let's just do the ones that, that matter the most when it comes to actors and actresses and the uh, soap operas and stuff, and not the rest of them. It's just a waste of time. Uh, where can we watch the Emmys this year, Nathan, and when is it and what time? Well, the daytime Emmys are going to be on CBS, um, you know, this year for the 2023 mm -hmm. uh, daytime Emmys. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be the 50 annual, um, you know, the 50 annual um, daytime Emmys celebrating 50 years, mm -hmm. and that will take place um, in on June 16th, 2023, on CBS and Paramount Plus. And I'm sure you guys check that out. Oh wow, that's good. All right. Well, if we can't do it on the 16th because of the Emmys, in case you want to watch it, we can always return that one day for the 17th of your choice. It doesn't matter to me. All right, everybody. I had so much fun. Uh, again, new attitude. Uh, it's, um, what are we, spring? Almost summer. So everybody yeah, just have summer. some fun. And don't let everything bring you down. There's some cool stuff. You just got to look for it along the way. If anything, just walk down the yellow brick road. This is Willie, and I'm out of here. Nathan? And uh, don't forget, guys, it's always, it's, it's always um, great doing these episodes and having you guys listen to us. Uh, we thank you guys for listening to our um, you know, listening to our podcast tonight. We'll see you guys again the week after next week, which is May 16th. So be on the lookout for that. Don't forget, guys, time clouds are having a very good time. Yeah, and then Nathan's also going to do his spotlight that he likes to enjoy doing on the 23rd or the 24th, depending on which day you can do it. So look for that. That'll be also on the 23rd. And then the 30th, um, 
that'll be a day that we will have to wait to see if we're going to do a show or not. So thank you to everybody. We always appreciate you. And we want you all to have a exciting May sweeps. And remember, go out there. If you're picketing for the uh, rioters strike, be safe out there. And remember, we do support you. Yes, we support we support uh, those who are part of writing and for this writing strike. You guys are serving better than what you're getting right now, and I do believe there'll be light at the end of the tunnel for the situation. All right, Nathan, where can they find you on your media? At MoneyMac101. Again, that's at MoneyMac101 on Twitter. M-O-N-E-Y-M-A-C with the numbers 101. Uh, Sam McCall, C-Last Morning, Nathan Bain, which is my uh, Twitter handle name. You guys can reach out to me on DM and chat or talk to me or whatever, and I look forward to interacting with you. Okay, so before I let you go, um, what's going on with your writing? I know you've been like me, taking a little break off and on. Uh, do you have anything special for your readers tonight? Um, are you coming back from hiatus? Are you already posting episodes? Where are you at as far as your uh, writing? I, I'm in the works right now of getting back to those episodes yeah. and working on them. And posting them, you know, I had to take a hiatus for a little bit. Yeah, that's what uh, I did. Yeah, but I am back, recharged, and ready to go again to, you know, put out the content on WebPad. And, uh, you know, those that are following me on there, stay tuned. We have a lot coming up this May and the summer. And uh, it should be very interesting for all the subs I'm running for. Okay, where can they find you on WebPad? Uh, you guys can find me on WebPad. Let's see, let's get it here. You guys can find me on WebPad. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> at um at uh, Nathan Banks see Nathan Banks uh seven five seven again that's at Nathan Banks seven five seven on Webpad mm-hmm. and you guys can follow me there to find out what I'm working on. All right, man. All right, well, you have a good night and thanks again. It was fun. Yeah, same here. And I want to thank our viewers and listeners who are listening to our podcast right now. Have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your day. Your night, we watch us from. Your week and have a great week Your little game
Say we found it in the middle of midnight. Meeting. 